Ladies and gentlemen, Hippo! For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Hippo! Hippo! Hippopotamus. 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 So good. And I might bite your feet. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello, we're going to have company. Loud noises! Hello. Hi. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantar and I'm a little bit of Fry and Laurie, Michael Lister. Hey. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yes. yes. Experiencing it through the medium of your senses and all the interwebs and everything involved. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't Whether it be, be broadband or <laughs> dial-up. Or dial-up. <laughs> and on, the, on this day of recording... It's Happy Mother's Day! Yes, Happy Mother's and Day! Kendall's birthday! Kendall's birthday on Mother's Day! Yes! So, so you get a gift from your mum and you have to give a gift to her. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that you're the gift, Kendall. Oh, well, I was born on Mother's Day, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> this, God literally, damn it. at this, this time. At the time of recording right now, we are two minutes away from my actual time of birth. So, <gasps> 34 oh. years exactly. What? So, that's pretty cool. 34 stars. Yeah, look at 34. That's all right. I was at Crown Casino last night and a security guard didn't ask for my ID. She asked me how old I was. Oh. As I walked through. No one else that I was with, just me. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Mm. You are 29 forever, my lady. <laughs> yes, just like Fran Fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers uh, that are here, that are not here. We love them forever and yes. ever. We wouldn't be here literally without them. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immaculate conception. Oh, okay, I see. Because <laughs> I am Jesus. And <laughs> uh, we're five minutes in, and the god complex has already happened. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. What are you talking about? I don't compare myself to other people because I am awesome. Because you are awesome, indeed. more powerful. More, yes, very powerful. Um, yes. Well, welcome to the show. Yeah. Let's get into it as we like to do by starting with checking in on how our weekly. Watchings yes. happened. Fulia, what do you mm. mean? What do you mean watching? So um, I managed to uh, finish off the series Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Nice. So all oh. the uh, the remaining episodes for the final season were um, were released, mm-hmm. and my goodness, were there some ups and downs and crying and laughter and. That show is hilarious, mm. honestly. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, those two together are hysterical. 
Yeah, they seem to make quite a pair. So good. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I love their characters in the show. And they just made me crack up. It's like, they're just, they're two old ladies, but they make, they, they just, the comedy that just comes out from all that. It was just amazing. The story from start to finish of the whole show. Um, really, really enjoyed it. So definitely worth the watch. That's good. What did it, did it like, did it end well? Did satisfying? It ended nicely. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Nice, happy ending. Good. We love to see that. Yes. 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 Um, I also caught up on the most recent episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Or sorry, How, How I Met, Met Your, Your Father. father. <laughs> More rather. Yes. Um, and there were little callbacks to How I Met Your Father. In terms of location. Do you mean How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Callbacks to How I Met Your Mother. I... <laughs> Look. <laughs> mother and father. The parents, okay? <laughs> uh, I knew what you meant. Yes. But content. <laughs> <laughs> That's good content. That's good content. Uh, yes. Oh, so there were location references. Okay. Location That's and cool. a character reference. They did Ooh. a cameo. Oh, who can? Shall we spoil? Say who it was. Unless you guys are gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. Okay. <laughs> not gonna watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the original. Okay. Kobe Smolders came back. Ah. Whoever that is. Um, Robin, right? Yes, Robin. Yeah, Robin. Robin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's cool. Thanks. So she came back and gave advice to Hilary Duff's character. Okay. Don't end <laughs> like we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or don't do what I did. Don't do what I did. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, which okay. was a really nice callback and, mm-hmm. um, and in the bar. In the bar? In the bar. That's cool. In from the, the show. No, at the bar. They were at the bar. They were at the bar. Uh, okay. Yes. That's right. Close yeah. To- oh, and the bartender from the original series also came back for oh, that scene. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so does that mean cool. it, How I Met Your Mother takes place roughly the same time as How I Met Your Father? No. How I Met Your Mother is completely different. Into It's not like the same like characters, descendants or anything like that. Okay. It's it, it's it's got nothing to do with it. So how I met your how I met your mother was the original series, and that one um, I think ran for like it was nine, nine seasons. seasons. Nine seasons, yeah. How I met your father is more akin to our generation. So the characters in in this particular show are our age, going through that sort of stuff. Okay. But the opposite way. So, so it's ha- the it's mm-hmm. the mother's story about how she met her husband. Right. And where does Robin fit in? Is she an she older was, she Robin? Was, no, no. A, she's she's from the original the series. She's from the original series. Yeah, but is she a younger Robin or is she a f- the, no? She's the she's Robin? she's the future Robin now. So she's the older future Robin. Yes. Yes. Where where um, they're all old now. Yes. Essentially. Yes. They've grown so, up. So she's playing an old character. Yes. Okay. She's still within that universe. Is, is They're in the same universe, but they're not hugely connected. No. Okay. Apart from the fact that Hilary Duff's character is a big fan of her because she's a news reporter. Robin's a news reporter. In How I Met Your oh. Mother. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. R- right. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm never going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm it's glad funny. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes, it's it is it is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, very very relatable um, for our age as well. So mm. um, works out really well. And then um, I think the one other main thing I will say that I got to watch was the thing that we will be talking about later on. So I won't say anything apart from the fact that match. Merch, 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 merch. Hashtag merch. not sponsored. <laughs> What's the merch? You don't, you don't get the symbol. I, di- it's half. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> you need to be a little bit higher. A little bit Sorry, higher. Sorry, I'm short. A little bit higher. <laughs> I'll put you. Like, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. Stand up. Yes. Very good. Yes. Very good. That's very been good. my week of watching. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Michael, how about yourself? What have you been watching? Yeah, all good. Uh, j- just to say, we've got a message from, from my wife, uh, SJ Lister. Uh, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. Uh, happy birthday, Kendall. Hope you, had, hope you had a lovely day. Just got onto the video. Were you guys talking about Grace and Frankie on Netflix? Yes, we were. Uh, just heard a ton tiny bit over a screaming baby yeah we're, we're putting isaiah <laughs> to sleep okay oh. thank you sammy thank you i've had a very good birthday thank you yes yes i hope you're well yes and yes. speaking of my wife um <laughs> the we had a a a movie night a date movie night at home mm-hmm. um my wife has finally seen the batman hey, hey. great yeah. Uh, we watched it and she really enjoyed it. Um, oh, good. That's good. I, I was like half in and out of consciousness because it, it was a three-hour movie and all the kids were asleep and I had work the next day. So running on fumes today. So, yeah, I was I was there and I was like, can I just like leave like halfway? He's like, no, you got to watch it because you need to explain it to me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is to explain? And she really, she really enjoyed it. Um, she had her same grievances like Robert Patterson, he, fucking Edward. What? <laughs> <laughs> he can't act for shit. It's like no, you gotta watch it. It's like yeah, and she really enjoyed it. And she sort of fr- freaked out when uh, yeah, she <laughs> she just messaged. Uh, the Riddler was scary this time. Yes, he's very mm. scary as the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, pretty much. Yeah, and she's and she freaked out when when um, uh, Joker turned up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like what? What is that? Is that? Is that the Joker? <laughs> yeah, and she's a big Batman fan uh, uh, as well. So, yeah, we watched that, and yeah, uh, good time had by all. Nice, cool. Yeah, we. Yep. Uh, also, uh, movies. I went to the movies. I went to see... Now, I need to get the title of this right because I always muck it up. Uh, everything, everywhere, and at all at once. Yes! Yeah. What did you think? I liked it. it I mean... It's it, cool. It pro- probably got overhyped for me, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed the um, the aspect of, like, you know, the multiverse sort of thing, but it was also a story, story with... Um, a, a story about about family and how, how you uh, connect with each with each other in different generations as well. I really enjoyed it, and yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it, I, I think you probably might like it, Fulier, if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's you, pretty- might, you might enjoy it. Like, there's definitely some imagery in there you probably won't like. Yeah, <laughs> but but 
on the whole, I think you would maybe get a kick out of it. Look, there like, was some imagery that I didn't like in Doctor Strange, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet there was. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Fully I watched a Sam Raimi film. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> I've seen Sam Raimi films. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Exactly. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Oz the Great and Powerful. Whoopee. Whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking real Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife just uh, te- um, messaged as well. Couldn't believe it was Colin Farrell as as the penguin. Yes, she yeah, didn't. Be- right? She didn't believe me when I said that. Yeah, <laughs> like, no way. It's like, and then I showed her the time lapse of them, them uh, doing his makeup. It's like, yes, yeah, him, <laughs> and he's getting his own show. Yeah, yeah. So exciting. that was good, and yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, when I was watching it, it was a bit late and I was, like, trying to stay awake. So I suppose that sort of hindered my enjoyment. So it could have been better if I was more awake, but unfortunately, it, it is what it is. And But I really enjoyed the ending as well, and it was very mm. heartwarming and, yeah. Yeah, I got emotional. Oh, yeah, I, 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 would, I would understand that, considering mm. what um, the, the relationship... Uh, certain people have and all that yeah I really enjoyed it mm. uh, another thing that I also watched was on Netflix was um, Mike Myers coming back doing oh. the pentabrit what okay was is it worth checking out yes okay good, good. I was really skeptical myself after yeah. seeing the second trailer I thought ooh okay but uh, watching the fir- first movie uh, I I was going in as like, oh, I'll watch the first episode, see how it goes, and I'm, I'm happy that I did because uh, they they do a lot of like his sort of, um, uh, it, it's very it's very Mike Myers, in, in a way it, that sort of uh, uh, sort of humor is also it, ta- it also makes fun not just of um, uh, of uh, different nationalities and and all that like collectively it was fu- funny for that. And and also there was one particular joke in the first episode that I thought this has probably um, got me got me going to actually watch the full one, and I'm happy that I did because as soon as the second second episode uh, started, uh, a little bit at the start of the se- second episode, I was hooked. I really enjoyed it. Oh, great! Yeah, so uh, I I got it done in a day. It's only six episodes, uh, only like twenty something minute minutes. So it's, oh, okay, easy it, watch. It's, it's an easy watch and very enjoyable. Um, a bit crude, uh, if you don't like your crude humour, but um, I, I think you probably get a kick out of it, Kendall. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like I'll enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad I won't spoil it. it. It involves like um, secret organisations who are nice, and <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and. Uh, a lot of uh, jokes that made me go, ah, ha, ha, cool. <laughs> Little winks to the camera. Yeah, especially in the second episode. I think it was in the second episode. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, I'm definitely going to check it out then. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. And <laughs> and and they do a joke about uh, um, uh, ratios with uh, uh, screenings. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, how they change from like f- letterbox to widescreen to make it more dramatic. 
little bit. Sort of thing. Little, uh, little I won't, bit. I won't give, I won't give the joke away, but it's, okay. it, it was actually quite hilarious. <laughs> okay, I, that's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's one of those jokes that you don't really notice until until the until it's like, wait, what? <laughs> I sort of guess guessed what was happening, but but it, it was just a good payoff at the end. Nice. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really good, and it's re- really good that uh, Mike Myers has, uh, has uh, redeemed himself from Love Guru. <laughs> hey, t- took him fifteen years, and he finally <laughs> did it. Yeah, just a qu- just a bit of a step back, like uh, analysis of your career, and then, then step back in and coming out strong, and and happy that he he got in in time to do something for Netflix because Netflix is going to implode. Yeah, <laughs> it just might, unfortunately. But we'll see. We'll see. So, Kendall. Yes, Michael. You've been watching some stuff. <laughs> I sure have been watching some stuff. Um, been to the cinemas three times this week. Count them three times. Three. Count them three. That's just a normal week for me. Let me guess. All three of them were for Doctor Strange? Only two were. Uh-huh. Very, very good. So I've seen Doctor Strange <laughs> twice. Okay. But my first trip to the cinemas uh, this week was actually to finally witness the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. The Nick Cage movie. The Nick Cage movie. Oh, my God. Go and see it. Just go and see it. It's, good, good. It's I'm so happy. good. It's so good. It's like it's just the perfect mix of just meta humor, um, comedy in general, and action stuff. Like because okay. it just it's just oh, what a joy! <laughs> what a joy! And just like the 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 bromance that has blossomed between Nicolas Cage and uh, Pedro Pascal yeah. in this film. Brilliant! Like the two of them are just are just so good. Um, I there's one twist I sort of picked, but then there was another that I didn't. That I was I was like, good, I'm happy about that. Um, but it it was just so much fun. Like laughing from start to finish. Just some of the stuff that was going on, and yeah, just Nicolas Cage getting to be a heightened version of himself was just <laughs> so enjoyable. Um, and then yeah, Pedro Pascal was just a ray of sunshine, yeah, of course. Yeah. as as he generally is. So um, yeah, so I was very 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 happy uh, to say that yeah, it's definitely worth your time, hundred um, percent. Um, what else did I watch during the week? Apart from everything Marvel this week, it's been a very Marvel heavy <laughs> week. Um, I did I did check out the uh, premiere of the Staircase on Binge. Uh, we did the trailer for it maybe a month ago now. Um, but this is the Colin Firth, Tony Collette uh, true crime adaptation of the uh, the true documentary story about Michael Peterson being accused of murdering his wife Kathleen when she was found at the bottom of the stairs in their house. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, first three episodes, very, very good. It's taking me back to my first lockdown <laughs> in 2020. Cause that's when I, when I discovered the staircase, I watched it for the first time. It was, I think, I think it was during the first lockdown or it was just before, but it was around, I think, no, actually, I think my brother was actually re- what, like watching it for the first time when he was living with me during the first lockdown. And that's where I'm getting confused. But anyway, let's not talk about that. Um, but, <laughs> but it's like, it's a really faithful, uh, adaptation of the documentary series and just of the, the real life story uh, that happened. 
um, just over 20 years ago now. So, um, yeah, Colin Firth is very, very good. Like, he doesn't look so much like the real Michael Peterson, but they do a good enough job of with, with the hair and makeup sort of enhancing that and the way he nails the mannerisms and the dialogue of him, the cadence of his voice and everything very well. So I'm very happy with that. There's a, there's some very confronting... Well, there was like one... There's one scene in this show in episode two that I can't get out of my head and it was very graphic and confronting and I can't... Almost... It was to the point where I almost wish I hadn't watched it. Because I was like, my gut was like... Squeamish. In a mess. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was just very graphic. So just a heads, heads up warning for people who are planning on watching it. Because apart from that, it's awesome. Um, I really, I'm really enjoying it so far. So yeah, looking forward to watching more of that. So yeah, but that's, that's pretty much, just pretty much been me for this week. Cool. That's yeah. right. All right. Well, that's enough of our weekly watchings. Mm -hmm. It's now time to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. It's nerdy news time. Speaking about dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> nerdy news time. Uh, starting with some DC news this week because it looks like Amanda Waller might actually be getting her own series. Oh. Um, yes, yes. Viola Davis is currently in talks to reprise her role from the Suicide Squad films and Peacemaker TV show. Um, this looks to be a spin-off out of Peacemaker. However, James Gunn is currently not connected to the making or production of it. Um, and we don't really know much more than that, unfortunately. But I, I'd be keen to watch a show with, with, um, with Amanda Waller being the wall, you know, like actually, you know, getting to know her character a bit more and understand her, um, very twisted point of view of things. Um, and it would be a really good opportunity to see more of Danielle Brooks's uh, Adebayo um, as well, because she was one of my favorite parts of Peacemaker. Um, hmm. and, and considering spoilers, um, she's her daughter, so um, I, I think they could they could do <laughs> they could do they could do some, uh, some really interesting things with the mother daughter relationship there because um, the little bits of it that we got in the Peacemaker series were really interesting and um, yeah so there's a lot of potential so um, and then of course more potential for more team members of Task Force Force I never said right Task Force X. Uh, to return or cameo or Justice League members. Who knows? Who knows? Lots of potential here. I'm, I'm keen to see it. Um, Michael, what are your thoughts on, on this bit of news? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty well um, deserved. I mean, she's awesome. And there's probably no, no real opportunity to do another Suicide Squad, unfortunately, because it is what it is. I mean, um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad did come at a loss and at no fault of its own. But if they're going to do something like this, like a television show that would actually have like elements of Suicide Squad, like you get to see different uh, rogues gallery of uh, DC villains. So, so don't know if that's the path that they're going down. I mean, at the, 
at the end of um, Peacemaker, they sort of don't want to spoil it, but stuff happens, and her role is sort of diminished. So maybe it's a continuation on that. So yeah, very possibly. Her nerves. Her nerves. Yes. Is Peacemaker coming back for a second series? I think they confirmed that already. Did they? I'm fairly certain they confirmed that already. Someone write in the chat if anyone's still watching. If Peacemaker <laughs> has got a season two. I'm fairly certain we talked about it. Uh, maybe. I mean, the, depending yes. depending what yes. Discovery is doing. Oh, yeah, true. It does depend on that, I suppose. But back in February, yeah, it was confirmed. So We uh, were going to get a Wonder Twins and now we don't. I'm so Yeah, upset. what the fuck happened with Wonder Twins? I don't... <laughs> Well, it is the Wonder Twins. Like, we just talked about it, and it's like, oh, no, sorry. So Something Denied. something from the 60s. It's like, really? We're going to see some Wonder Twins? One turns into an animal, and the other one turns into a bucket of water. And they've got a space monkey. <laughs> Form of a bucket of water. Form of a bucket of water. <laughs> bucket of water. Bucket of water. So I'm all, yes. for, all for expanding the uh, <laughs> Snyderverse. In a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Because Fair she's point. part of Suicide Squad, which is also part of Snyderverse because Batman was in it and yep. and, and the hints of Superman. So It's all connected. Yeah. In As the always. great circle of life. The great circle of life. The circle of life <laughs> <laughs> It dooms us all. <laughs> Yes. Moving on to our next item of news, um, comic book related, because um, it looks like another of um, the artist uh, and, and author, Brian Lee O'Malley's uh, works, is going to be adapted. Um, Seconds is this uh, series of his that I know nothing about. Um, but uh, for those who don't know, Brian Lee O'Malley uh, gave us Scott Pilgrim, which uh, was adapted into a film in 2010 by Edgar Wright, um, who coincidentally and thankfully will be uh, a producer on this adaptation of Seconds. Um, I will now tell you what Seconds is about. Thank it's you. the tale of Katie Clay, the head chef of the restaurant the graphic novel is named after. One night, a young girl named Liz gives her a way to do over aspects of her life. With a magical notebook and a cubbyhole full of mushrooms, Katie starts to change her life for the better. Sadly, there are rules to the magical MacGuffins that Katie ignores, causing her life to trend in the other direction. Um, that sounds pretty interesting. Um, and then also interestingly, they have tapped a first-time female director to helm this one. Um, Blake Lively will be directing this movie. Um, she has some small directing experience. Um, she uh, did a, a video for Taylor Swift last year that looked, I watched, actually looked really cool. Um, so I'm sure her teaming up with Edgar will bring some interesting results. I look forward to seeing what they bring. And just to seeing another piece of original um, graphic novel content coming to life off the pages. Um, especially because Scott Pilgrim was so awesome. So um, I'm, I'm keen to see how this one turns out. Um, Mike, have you heard of Seconds before? Do you, do you have any knowledge? No, no, I haven't. But 
I know it's got Pilgrim. <laughs> and it's Canadian. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, not, nothing wrong with doing other, other like, comic uh, IPs that are not DC and not Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more the merrier. Uh, Blake Lively. Um, yeah. Uh, Deadpool's wife. Yes. <laughs> I thought I re- recognised her, her name. Yep. Spouse. The ever so lovely Blake Lively. Yeah. She's, she's so pretty. She's in her so pretty. Mangala dress. I know. She was. It was a wonderful. It was a wonderful dress. I really liked her. Dress. Isn't she lovely? <laughs> Isn't she wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Will there be a little bit of a cameo from Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> Look. I'm fully expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, she hasn't appeared in, in a lot of his stuff, so no. except for Green Lantern, but we don't talk about Green Lantern, so Yeah, we do. We talk about <laughs> yeah. it all the time. It's the best <laughs> best comic book movie ever. Oh, totally. Mm. Totally. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know. I reckon. Brian <laughs> 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 Reynolds gonna turn up. You know, Canadian story. Yeah, yeah, Canadian, yeah, yeah. So. Canadian for the win. Canadians. We love Canadians. The Australian Americans. Yes. Apparently. No, even yeah. Though, <laughs> even though the Australian Americans. New Zealand is more of the Canada of us. The Canada, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Canada. Well, whether you like. Canada. Yeah, actually, that would make more sense. New Zealand would, like, we're, yeah. No, that you're right. Yeah. Oh well. well and Australia is pretty much Alabama, just the entire state. <laughs> sure. Ding ding ding. ding <laughs> well, we got the climate of Alabama, so yeah, most of the year round, so that doesn't shock too much. All right, let's move on now before we. I have to call Gold Leader, um, <laughs> which is fine because you know it was Star Wars Day the other day. Um, We got some Game of Thrones news to discuss um, because this week HBO dropped another teaser for House of the Dragon. Um, I'm getting more hyped for this show, but it's not coming out until August, so I'm trying to temper my my, my hype a little bit. (laughs) I mean, you got three months. You got three months, yeah. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but we got, we had a little teaser like a month or two ago and now we've got another teaser and we're probably going to get another big trailer, hopefully. I'd like to see a story, more of a story trailer Two that's two, two and a half minutes long. I mean, this little glimpse was fine. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Like, I'm just, I'm just keen to return to Westeros. You know, for some reason I'm keen to go back there after we were burned literally and metaphorically so badly <laughs> by the end of that show. Um, we burnt like the the, the um, throne of, of Restoros. The Iron and Throne. The Iron Throne. The Iron Throne of Mordor. Mordor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, but anyway, like I, look, I... I've said before on the show, Daenerys was my favourite character in Game of Thrones and I've always been very fascinated by the House Targaryen and their history, so the fact that they made this show is just awesome. Um, and just to even delve deeper into the history of and the lore of, of Westeros um, before the events of Game of Thrones. Like, that's 
really, really cool. Um, and I hope George R. R. Martin is involved in this show. I'm sure he's a producer of some description, but um, but yeah, hopefully he's involved in some way. I'm sure he is. Um, that would be nice. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks good. I'm keen to see Matt Smith fuck shit up again. So um. <laughs> like every other thing that he's been in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? you mean you mean uh, well? I meant in a positive way. But fair he, enough. He's the best thing in terrible things. I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm trying to decide if he was the best thing in Morbius, but he was definitely a thing in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Morbius, what's that? Morbius, what's what's that? Oh, dear. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Yes. Um, What did you think of this trailer? Um, It looked like a really cool trailer. Um, Probably not going to watch it, though, because I haven't finished Game of Thrones, so I have no idea what's going on. Well, it's a prequel, though, keep in mind. So you don't need to watch it. Probably still won't be watching it since if I wasn't interested in finishing off Game of Thrones, I'm probably not going to be interested in watching it. You're like, why would I watch it now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the prequel. Yeah. So I'm good for not watching it. Um, I I hope it goes well. And, you know. Thank you. Dragons and. Dragons are cool. Yeah. And lots of blonde people. Lots of blonde people. Yeah, yep. lots of blonde and white people. Yay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. No. Um, well, fair enough, fair enough. That's okay. That is okay. Mike, what about you? Are you are you going to check this one out? Um. Well, I've got Binge, so may as well. Comes out weekly. I thought, yeah, watch that with my Barry's. Been yeah. watching Barry as well, so. Yeah. Nice. Barry's good. I need to get onto that. It's fun. It's like a, f- <laughs> it's like a funny Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got. From yeah, the, yeah. What people yeah. said and and things. I will say, the fact that they're making a series, uh, a prequel series, for the Targaryen house. What's the chances they're gonna make one for every other house? Uh, look. Or the ones that we really, like, that were very prominent in the Game of Thrones series. Well, yeah, I feel like if they were going to make, if they were going to make a series based on all of the different houses, they would probably only do three, Mm. uh, or maybe, maybe four. The Targaryens, the Starks, the Lannisters, and maybe the Baratheons. Yeah. Maybe. Or even the Greyjoys, I don't know. But definitely the, the, yeah, the Starks and the Lannisters after the Targaryens. Yeah. I think. Or even it's it's part of the television sh- series as a whole. Like they get up to like where where the establishing uh, families actually come from. Yeah. In this within the framework of the the uh, Dragon House. Yep. Yeah. No, that makes sense because like when we started watching Game of Thrones, like the Starks were pretty much our way into the world. Like they were our main kind of family that we focused on they were our protagonists mm. essentially so in this series whether or not the targaryens are good or or bad in this we it remains to be seen but it looks like it'll be they will be the main focus but then we will have the other houses revolving around their story in a similar way yeah yeah there was a robert baratheon 
Like a young Robert Baratheon. I uh, I don't think that I, popped up in the trailer. I don't think so. No, I think this is isn't this. Set, I heard a Baratheon. Well, isn't it is isn't this set like hundreds of years before? Yeah, before the setup. Let's let me Google it. It was probably I it heard was, a Baratheon. It was I don't probably know. no. It was probably <laughs> a Baratheon. It was probably just not the one we're thinking of. Um, how uh, when is again people in chat? If you're watching, comment below. Yeah. Um, <laughs> House of the Dragon set. Two hundred years before Game of Thrones, so it was a descend like a sorry a. An ancestor of Robert Baratheon. Okay. So definitely a Baratheon, but not not the one we know. Yes. Right. Two hundred years. Cool. Fixed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next item in the news. Um. Because it was a good week to be a Cobra Kai fan, as it generally is. Um. We love this show. We got a little teaser, along with a release date for the fifth season. On Netflix, um, was not expecting this. Came very much out of the blue. Um, me thinks Netflix might be trying to uh, save some face here, but that's okay. I won't hold it against them because I win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good little teaser. Uh, it was nice to kind of like. It just feels like so soon though, because you know, I, I mean, well, it wasn't so soon. I mean, it was bloody January or, or whatever it was when season four came out but um but it just kind of for some reason feels very recent but just to see terry silver running cobra kai without crease and uh all of these different dojos opening up across the valley things are getting out of hand but chosen is here to kick some ass um and then yeah and then of course uh johnny and robbie have gone down to mexico to find miguel and bring him home so um yeah, yeah. Not a lot of surprises in the trailer. That's fine. We don't need surprises. But I kind of like that it it's setting up very well, showing us what's, you know, the storylines we're going to expect um, and some character development. Like, I really started to come around to Tori at the end of the last season. And so, you know, we get a brief glimpses of her in this trailer about, you know, maybe some just spending some more time with her, I suppose, developing her a bit more, giving her some complexity. I like that. Um but yeah, yeah, I'm keen. I'm pumped. Um, it's going to be premiering on Netflix on uh, the 9th of September. So mark your calendars, uh, Miyagi Do's. Um, very keen. Very, very keen. Mike, um, does this excite you? you? You keen for this one? Look good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did they say it's fifth and final? No, no, um, this isn't the last season. Um, but then again, we all know how Netflix is with cancelling shows after four or five seasons. So <laughs> hopefully it's not the end, but it's so far they have not said it is. But I, I'm expecting the show to keep going because it's, I think it's one of Netflix's pop, popular shows apart from like Stranger Things and The Crown. And The Witcher. And The Witcher, yes, that's the other big one. Yeah, so yeah. And um, Doki Doki Panic. And what? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Oh, and Squid Game now too. I suppose Squid Game will be up there. Well, that's only had what one season. One season. Yeah. But what a season! Oh. <laughs> Bring that back. Can't yeah. Wait. Um. Anyway, Cobra Kai, Mike. You, yes. you keen for season five? Yeah. 
Have I got nothing else to do on uh, in September? Oh, definitely. My friend nice. show will be finished, so I'll be resting up and doing that. Watching nice. some telly. <laughs> Watching some telly. Some telly. Some telly. Watching some telly. Watching some telly. What are we saying like this? Because we've got to be the Cobra Kai. Because things are more fun with a British accent. What yeah, we, we go go watch the Cobra Kai where they punch punch off. <laughs> it's not fair. I can't do it. You can't do a British accent. <laughs> a race is like come and it's have terrible. a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> is that a race? Americans too much. Yeah. A <laughs> hey, race, John. Uh, did you know John? Uh, Johnny's he's your son. You just. <laughs> He's your son, mate. He's your you son. To, you He's your long lost watch... son. <laughs> <laughs> your long lost son. I can't wait oh. for that. Yeah. 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 Twists and turns. <laughs> Incoming. Yes. All right. Uh, we got one last bit of the news. Mm. And one last excited. bit of the news. One last bit of the news. Very excited to say. That Fulia has some gaming news for us. I do indeed. Which is really cool. Um, I know nothing about this, so I'm just going to sit back and hand the reins. Oh, I take you over to Foolish Fuji. All right, let's go. So, uh, in the last month, uh, PlayStation has announced that the PlayStation Plus. Um, whole subscription service is changing. It is getting a tier system now uh, with PlayStation now being uh, sort of like merged into the PlayStation Plus. Now, Australia never got the rollout of PlayStation Now. That was only in North America, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, um, Because of the whole, you know, you stream games and we don't have the capacity on our internet to be able to do that here. Uh, So that's why only America got it. Uh, (laughs) So we never got that. That's shit. Um, So that'll also be reflected in PlayStation Plus's new tier system. Right. Uh, So essentially the, um, the tier system for PlayStation Plus uh, we'll have three tiers where you're, if you're a PlayStation Plus current member, you'll essentially get the PlayStation Plus Essential tier, which is the first tier. Um, and that costs, um, and this is in Australian dollars, $79.95 per year, um, which is the one that I've got so far. I am a current PlayStation Plus uh, subscriber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll give you exactly the same stuff that you get right now, which is essentially you get uh, multi- online multiplayer access. You get three free games per month, as they have been already, um, and also any exclusive discounts to PlayStation Plus subscribers. Now, the two new tiers that you're getting with PlayStation Plus uh, is known as the, the second tier is known as extra and that'll be costing 134.95 a year uh if you decide to upgrade from the essential um and the extra gives you everything the essential does plus access to the games catalog uh which is gonna offer quite a lot of playstation 4 and 5 games um Nothing has been listed in terms of what games will be featured. Uh, they haven't announced PlayStation. Sony hasn't announced that yet. Um, but so far, 
that's what they've mentioned for the extra. And then the deluxe tier, which is the most premium tier of the subscription service, will cost $154.95 a year. Um, and that's going to include uh, PlayStation 1, 2, and PSP games, um, and also whatever's in the extra and the essential. Uh, now, in America, Valve also be getting um, streamable PS3 games. Unfortunately, here in Australia, we will not be getting that, oh. which sucks. Yeah. That's fine with me. I don't mind that. I still have my PS3 console and the games that I bought with it. So if I ever wanted to play PlayStation 3 games, I have the physical thing. So you I don't do. have to worry about the You're internet. You're fine. Yes. I'm good. Um, so that's what's happening. Now... In the last week, there's been a bit of a controversy about because everybody's been um, thought that they can stack their subscriptions so that they be covered for the next few years. So they've been trying to purchase up some some of the redemption codes that you can get in store online. Now, Sony has disabled stacking for the time being. So nobody can stack their PlayStation Plus or, if you're in America, PlayStation Now subscriptions while they're rolling out the new tier system. Right. So they've disabled that. Okay. Um, which is causing a lot of grief for subscribers because the way that the stacking system was working was that if you were to get um, you know, your PlayStation Plus subscriptions, it'll add on to the end of the year that you're currently on um same with the playstation now and then you would get an x amount of um x amount of days in terms of the extra or the deluxe edition of the subscriptions mm-hmm. um but sony is like no we want to stop that for now but the problem was they didn't mention that before they did it <laughs> So they've just gone on and just disabled it. And everybody who was trying to redeem their subscription codes couldn't. So they were complaining. And then Sony came out and said, this is what's happening. Uh, (laughs) So it made a lot of of gamers very frustrated. That's fine and all. um, But, you know, especially while they're still trying to get this sort of stuff completed and rolled out. Um, I guess it's one of those things where they won't be able to do the stacking until the new subscription service has started up again or unless, you know, they say otherwise. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the news that's been happening around the PlayStation Plus subscription service. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, um, America will be getting the new service in uh, on the 13th of June. So a little over a month away. Uh, and then European customers and hopefully, though for those of us uh, in Australia, we'll be getting it in uh, on the 22nd of June, maybe a little bit later. Okay. Uh, yeah. So my question is, um, is this going to be a good thing for the future of, of PlayStation gaming or was it, you know, a case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Well, look, I think what PlayStation's trying to do is that because they're trying to compete with Xbox's Game Pass. 
so they're trying to give um they're trying to get playstation (laughs) gamers um the same accessibility to games as what xbox is for game pass right um subscribers okay um because with game pass you actually have a whole library of different games that you can play Mm -hmm. um kind of like playstation plus in the in the sense that once you've downloaded it onto your pc or your console you've got it there as long as you've got the game pass subscription yeah um and same with playstation uh so in this instance they're trying to compete with that to be able to give playstation gamers the same opportunity to be able to play playstation games okay um so yeah that's that's what that one is okay How Um, how do you feel about that as a content creator with gaming look to be honest i usually do more um, like I'm a, I'm a variety content creator in, in terms of the gamings. I, but I'm mostly a Nintendo gamer mm-hmm. more so when I do play PlayStation games, I don't mind the subscription service that I have right now because I'm still getting, um, a taste for, you know, three games for free per month. Um, and if any of those three games, you know, tickle my fancy i will then you know add it to my library so i can download it at a later time if one if i want to play it mm-hmm. um but uh, for me the the only reason why i have the plus is so that I, I have the ability to play online with with friends yeah um and that's what playstation plus gives everybody the opportunity to do so um for me it doesn't like it doesn't really bother me because i i'm not the type i've never I didn't even know you could even stack memberships like that. No, that's, neither. I had no idea. Yeah. So when I heard about this, I was like, oh, I didn't even realize it was a thing uh, until they disabled it. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael, do you have any thoughts uh, about this? It's always better to have physical copies. <laughs> I'm old school true. gamer. I got yeah. everything that I have, I own. <laughs> except except for my Steam stuff. Yeah, P- PC gaming, I'd say Steam is pretty good. I've got Game Pass for PC, um, so if I wanted to play some of the Xbox games, um, I have that opportunity to do that now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, to be able to play it on the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm same as you, Michael. I do prefer getting the games physical. Um, but if it's cheaper, I might buy it on the, con- uh, on the console via the Sony... Um, Sony stores, the PlayStation stores. So, uh, or if it's free, mm. then that's fine as well. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my PS5. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be waiting a while for that. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's still more, there's still component shortages for that, and yep. and the 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 dem, the the demand will not be met on a, for at least another year. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So frustrating. Very frustrating, <laughs> especially for those of us who have to sell them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's okay. You know, yeah. We, Don't uh, envy you. We, no. Yeah. <laughs> we get by. We do. We get by. Yeah, one day things will work out. Yeah, until then. <laughs> until then. We carry on. Yes. Carry until on. then, Xbox will keep outselling PlayStation. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Bill Gates is very happy, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft. And that was gaming news. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Fulia. You're welcome. <laughs> gaming news with Fulia. <laughs> Fabulous. All right. 
Nerdy news is done. Done, done, diddly on, which means it's time now to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park time, folks. We got some very interesting and cool trailers to talk about. And of course, starting with Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was May the 4th this week. And of course, uh, we got a new trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus series. Um, did not get me as hyped, I suppose, as the first trailer did, but it was still good. Um, like I still, I still got a bit of, bit of chills in this one, particularly the ending with the, you know, the, the, the hints at, uh, at, at, uh, Anakin, Darth Vader, um, hearing the breathing and everything. Um, there was some subtle... Uh, Door of the Fates will, you know, mm. weaved into the score throughout as well. I like that quite a bit. Um, and yeah, yeah, like these Inquisitors look badass, especially the female one. Um, Kiva, I think her name is. Something like that. Um, but she, she seems really badass. I really like her. And, you know, a bit of a confrontation between Obi-Wan and Uncle Owen. Um, so... Shots fired on Tatooine. Hmm. Um, and by Obi-Wan himself being very uncivilized, wielding a blaster. Um, but that's fine. He's so uncivilized. So uncivilized. <laughs> well, if um, you're, if you're uh, in hiding and you use a lightsaber, it's sort of like, look at me, look at me. Yeah, look at me. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this, but look at me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really just keen to see... Uh, this side of, you know, the aftermath of Order sixty six and um, the beginnings of the of the Empire uh, in a live action sense, um, and yeah, and how how can just how connected Obi Wan is to everything that's going on, and how much of like how much contact we're actually going to get between Obi Wan and and Vader um, in this. Like that's that's gonna be the big thing everyone's gonna be waiting for. Um, so I'm not holding my breath on anything, <laughs> but I feel like I can safely say that when we do get that interaction, it's going to be worth it. Um, yeah, but no, this show looks it looks awesome, action packed, brilliant Star Wars storytelling. Um, I just can't wait to see you and McGregor again. Yeah, everyone. Like that's just the coolest thing. The fact that we get to live in a world where you know, uh, you know this this fantastic actor gets to reprise his role after you know just over fifteen years, and you know continue the story. So yeah, dreams do come true. Um, Fulia, what what were your thoughts, takeaways from from this uh, trailer? I loved it. Um, it's got me a bit more hyped for it. Nice. Um, I'm really looking forward to to seeing um, more of the story, and. Um, yeah, just like being able to see Hayden Christensen just, you know, oh. transformed into Darth Vader. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a few little sort of dark moments that we get as well in that in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be uh, interesting to explore and discover. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, definitely looking forward to this this season 
this series. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike, how about you? you? Does this continue the hype? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, the interaction between between um, uh, Uncle Ben and and Uncle uh, Owen. No, Uncle Ben. He dies. I did. Yeah. What? It's Uncle Ben. He dies. His name is not Ben, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> We're fine. I was making a joke, but it's okay. You're, um, making a jo- <laughs> you're making a joke that went like this over my brain. Woo! Yeah, Uncle Ben, he dies, and then it, 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 it uh, catapults the, um, the hero into his journey. Oh, you were making a Spider-Man joke, weren't you? I make a Spider-Man. <laughs> bad Marvel fan, bad. Bad, it's bad. Get in your corner. Go Still look at DC thing. and say, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Uncle Owen, uh, the the interaction between Uncle Owen and uh, and um, Obi-Wan. Bit tense, bit tense. Very tense. He's like, we need to train him, like you did with Anakin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Burn. Yeah. Why is this old man <laughs> looking at a little boy? It's sus. <laughs> uh, nah, nah. No jokes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting pretty hype, hype for it. Um, um, Hayden Christensen suiting up as Darth Vader is pretty cool. Will we get uh, James L. Jones doing a little voice as well? Well, hopefully. In bits and pieces. Surely. Not necessarily all of it because, you know. No. I got Hayden Christensen doing his thing. So, yeah. And the fight between him and Obi-Wan. It's got to be in, it's gotta be in uh, episode five. It's always episode five where, where shit goes down in episode five. So yeah, I'm 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 very excited. So when when is this going to be dropped? When are we going to be watching these droppings? Yes, well, we shall be watching this epic show, no doubt, on uh, Friday, the twenty seventh of May. Uh, the first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi yes. will be available for viewing on Disney Plus. Can't wait. Yes. Oh, and did I forgot to mention? Um, there were Kumar Nanjiani's in this. Yeah, there was like a brief glimpse yeah. of him, and I was like, I, right. I saw him. I'm like, wait, okay. from Eternals yeah. to Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> oh, they do that. You know, Star Wars and Marvel, they go back and forth. Yeah, they? well, they're all Disney, so it makes they're sense. All Disney. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I I sort of knew he was in it, but I thought, you know, being a comedian, he'll probably voice like an android or something. No, no, no. he and he looked. I don't know. He he's either a citizen on on a Tatooine, maybe. Or he's a Jedi because he had like robes going. Mm. He, he, he had brown robes. Yeah, brown robes. I'm. I'm. That would be fucking cool to see Kamel Nanjiani as a Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. That'd be fucking sick. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's badass. Yeah, I like him. And when he's fighting, his shirt like sort of rips, and then you can see his m- new muscles. <laughs> <laughs> his, his new washboard abs. Yeah, all those, all those, uh, the Eternals muscles. He didn't really get to show off. <laughs> We got to uh, see in uh, in this one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bit like J.K. Simmons like beefing up for Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> which is like <laughs> for all the role, like for all the roles you're gonna beef up for. Like that was just hilarious <laughs> to me. 
I mean, more power to him, you know. Stay healthy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's old, so... Gotta look after yourself. Yeah. I guess. But, look after yeah. yourself. He needs he needs pictures. He needs pictures? Yeah, he needs pictures. Why does he... Why? What do you he mean? Need, well, he needs pictures of Spider-Man! Yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to Spider-Man. Always comes back around to Spider-Man. <laughs> uh... Everything's related to Spider-Man. If only these jokes had cu- had happened two, three months ago when I wasn't thinking about Doctor Strange and Moon Knight. <laughs> maybe my brain would be more switched on. Oh, well, you know, I was just saying, which is the better movie? Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> we will get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not too far away. I can't yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Trailer two. Trailer two. This week we got um, a lovely and exciting and crazy looking tease at Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I want it now. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted this when it was announced, but like now that we're actually seeing some footage, we're seeing Daniel Radcliffe in action. Uh, man, yeah, bring it. Uh, <laughs> it just looks... I love the fact that it's taken this completely heightened r- reality approach, which just, I feel like, you know, it makes total sense for a, a film that's about the life of Weird Al Yankovic to, to be heightened you know to be so kind of out there because that's who he is and you know he spent his career mostly making you know parody songs like very very good parody songs of popular music and and um and you know so it makes sense that something like something based on him would not be straight and narrow it has to be Mm -hmm. on another level um so yeah really cool to finally see glimpses of that um i yeah i can't i can't wait I know nothing about his life story. Um, I all I'm really hoping for is a Michael Jackson reference or two. Um, that would be that would be sweet. I mean, Madonna is going to be in this, played by Evan Rachel Wood, um, which has me very excited because I'm a big fan of hers. Um, but but yeah, um, we'll see. Or some Amish Paradise references because that's my favorite Weird Al song. It's <laughs> Amish Paradise. So a bit um, of Kool Aid. Yeah. Yes. Coolio. Coolio. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. What a man. What a man. He's just again and again, just blowing us away with his choices. What uh, a man. As- what a man. What a man. I was just thinking of that song. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome. You um, put you put that. Was it music worm in my ear? Earworm. Mm. Earworm. Earworm. Yep, you're welcome. Um, Fulia. Yes. What did you What did you think? That didn't sound very positive. <laughs> what did you think of this first look at uh, Weird? Okay. So originally, I remember mentioning that it's probably not something that I was going to watch purely because I wasn't. I'm not really a fan of Weird Al's work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I've seen this trailer, I just want to see it for Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> This is how we get you in. Yeah, just simple. <laughs> just go for the simples. <laughs> simples. Simples. Yeah. Uh man, like he's he's got his American accent happening. He's 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 shirtless. Uh 
And <laughs> 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 yes, he's taken. I know. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Twelve years. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, look, it looks it looks interesting in the sense that we're getting a behind the scenes look into you know Weird Al's life. So. Um, I just want to see how Daniel Radcliffe actually plays him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. The that's most. Yeah. 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 Does anyone have an accordion? <laughs> and then all of a sudden three pop up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Think, yeah, and I think this is also going to be, um, you know, entertaining as well. So there's going to be some good humor in here. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, I'll come and watch. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Time to download Roku or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Ro- yeah, Roku's a, an American, a small American cable network or, or a streaming service thing they have over there. I don't really know too much about it. I have a Roku, Telstra Roku media player thing that I got when I was oh. with Telstra. Okay, maybe that's a thing. Oh, so you but don't have... I think, have... I, no, I, that's the media player that like has all your streaming apps on it. Yeah. I don't know whether Roku's going to work. Like yeah. the actual streaming Well, because like, I feel like it's it's an American only. Yeah, I think it's going to be so, American only. So, so where would it come up here? It, like, it could be Binge, it could be uh, Stan. That's my question. <laughs> where are we going to be watching this, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably on Binge or Stan. I'm yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Um, cool. Mike, Yo. Um, as, as the... the Bigger fan, I suppose, of Weird Al on this show. Bigger? The, the biggest. The biggest. Definitely mm-hmm. the biggest. Um, how did this trailer sit with you? What do you reckon? I liked it. And I do find it hilarious that you think this is probably going to be his actual story. Oh, yeah. It's probably... Well, yeah, you're right. It's probably not going to be entirely factual. No. Yeah. yeah um, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. What really keyed it for me was the... Um, shirtless spitting out Jim Beam scene <laughs> that's not Weird Al at all no but it would be a Weird Al sort of thing he would do because <laughs> this is like it's sort of like um, a par- a parody of like the um, of biopics a bio- of rocker biopics yeah it's going to be a biopic spoof oh that makes so much more sense now <laughs> That's probably what I was trying to say before and couldn't find the words. But yes, go on, Mike. Yeah, so it's not necessarily um, his story, but it would be like a piss take of that sort of thing. And it would be fitting because that's that's him. Uh, so it's a bit like um, uh, the life and fa- in factual life of Weird Al. Loosely based. <laughs> like, it does have... Yeah. It does have like Doctor Demento in it as well, where where he he's in the back. Well, there's a guy playing Doctor Demento, and that's where he got his sort of start. He was like doing like tapes of parody songs, and he was sending him into um, a radio show. So that's where he sort of had his sort of breakout. It's like, what are you going to call yourself? Weird, <laughs> weird. <laughs> it, it's sort of like a. Um, uh, a made-up name where Dr. Mento is like, what's your name? It's like, Al, Al Yankovic. It's like, no, Weird Al Yankovic. It's like, just weird songs. 
so yeah i'll be watching this as well even though it's going to be probably uh, a question mark on where we're going to see this so when are we going to see this kendall <laughs> Well, even that remains a question mark because they still have not announced a release date for mm. Weird. Um, but it is coming out this year. So... Cool. I, yeah, I mean, considering we're getting a teaser now, I'd probably say within the next couple of months... Yeah. We'll get it. I feel like June, July probably um, will be the time for Weird to come out. But, um, but yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Watch this space. Because no and, doubt uh, we'll talk mm, about it on the show. Definitely. And Al and Madonna never dated. No. No. <laughs> no. They just, you know, probably met to discuss the parody of the song, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, one of the Grammys that he actually got was for, I think it was for Bad. Oh, like, for Fat? Yeah, for Fat. Uh, and... It's and he's, it was in conjunction with Michael. And he says, "Hey, we got a Grammy." It's like, "Oh, I'll put it on the pile." <laughs> <laughs> it was like his first Grammy. Oh, was it? Was it Weird Al's first Grammy? Yeah, yeah. It was it was, was for Fat. And for, it was for, kind of for that single. Co-shared with 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 MJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it, he wrote that song. Yeah, because every every parody that he does, he always asks permission. Like it's sort of a grey yeah. grey area. You don't have to have permission because it's a parody. It's it's an it's uh it's its own thing. But mm. he but he does like go out to say, hey, can I do this thing? And more or less, he says yes. Except uh, the uh, Prince said no, like in every song, and I think. There was a bit of a Aminar from Gangsters Paradise, because I think because I think Coolio was uh, I think there was asked permission, but Coolio said, "Well, I didn't get permission," and it was something along that along yeah. those lines. So okay, and um, uh, when Weird Al did Couch Potato, which is a parody of Eight Mile, uh, Mum Spaghetti, um, yeah. <laughs> um, he got permission to do the song, but he but Eminem said, uh, "Can you not do a music video?" Which they were going to do a music video because it was like the bit, uh, the big number for that particular album that was coming out. Uh, okay. So there, That's so, so technically there was no like big um, music video for for uh, Couch Potato. Fair enough. Okay. Where it was what? all about him just sitting watching television. <laughs> Eating mum's spaghetti. Yeah, my mom which is what ready. we've all become. <laughs> yes, eyes wide, palms are sweaty. Flintstones, Flintstones on the TV already. Wilma and Betty. <laughs> <laughs> no version, no channel surfing. I'm an HD ready, so I flip. Garbage is all I'm getting. With Simon Cow, folks want to diss and bow. He opens his mouth, always says something thou. You know, I can go on. I love it. I love it. It's well done. He's Thank definitely you. a big weird elf fan. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're making it up. Shh. Uh, <laughs> As I go along, I'm that good. You're that good. You're on the spot. Improvisation. Very well done. Yeah. Real slim shady. Stand up. <laughs> For the folks listening at home, I stood up. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> that was that was funny. Okay, all right. 
last trailer, let's move on. Um, very different speed of trailer, this one. This is our first look at Don't Worry Darling. Um, this is a movie that's been on my radar for a while, um, and a lot of people's radars because this is pretty much like the first big, big acting role for Harry Styles. Uh, he's one of the biggest musicians in the world currently. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I did. Yeah, Thanos' little brother. Thanos' little brother. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, and Patton Oswald's best mate. Yes, and Patton Oswald's best buddy. Uh, yes. So, yes, there's been a lot of hype surrounding the production of this film and the release of this film. So, to see a trailer finally has me very happy. The two things that I'm most... Ex- well, there's three things about this trailer and film that I'm most excited about. One, Florence Pugh. Of course. Um, two, Olivia Wilde, who is in this and also directed Directing. this. Yeah. Directed. So I'm here for a female director. And then the third thing is the fact that this movie looks... It just... The vibe of it, I'm on board with. I love these kind of like, all is not what it seems sort of mystery thrillers um mm. kind of looks like a reverse stepford wives sort of thing <laughs> with a bit more of a sinister side to it i think um so that's that's cool um but it looks like florence Pugh is definitely the star of this one uh as she's giving well, as she's known for giving fantastic performances and everything she's in um yeah she's just brilliant um but i yeah i'm here for the whole vibe of it like this 1950s idyllic suburban setting with these couples and everything's just yeah clearly under the surface not so great and chris pine being a little creepy um (laughs) sure (laughs) i'll watch him in anything anyway so i'll take that um but yeah yeah no i'm i'm I'm, i can't really say too much about the trailer it was a great trailer like yeah they didn't really give too much away they just showed us enough to make us go okay there's something very serious to this story. Um, I'm almost expecting a village kind of twist. Not to spoil mm. the village for people, because it's almost 20 years old. But, um, you know, we, the entire time we think it's like the 16 or 1700s. But then the, the twist at the end is that it's actually set in the 20th century. Um, so um, I feel like that's going to be kind of a twist. It also kind of gave me WandaVision vibes, just because of the whole you know, I, suburbia of it. And then, like, there's clearly... They're in some kind of portal or something. Like, they're in a hex-like thing because you're seeing objects move it through this invisible barrier that kind of change and stuff. So, I don't know. I had that kind of vibe to it. I don't think it's going to be a supernatural twist. I mean, I'd love a supernatural twist because I'm mm-hmm. all about that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'm keen. I'm very keen to see this. looks really good. Um, Fulia, what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, it looks interesting, um, but it's probably not going to be my thing. Fair enough. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it, it kind of like confused me a little bit because I, I just wasn't sure where it was going. Um, right. So for me, the story res- wasn't really clear. Okay. Very, like, in it didn't make sense to me. Okay. Um, but, you know, you guys can enjoy it <laughs> on my behalf. That's fine. We will. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we will we'll take one for the team and watch it. 
I don't think it's one of those kind of movies. No, I don't think so. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Mm. Screw fair enough. your perception of stuff. Yes. Mm. I like Michael. that idea. Yes. Yeah. C- continue. Continue your train of thought. What do you think? Yeah. Um. I'm getting sort of um. Like with the men going off to do their thing. And it being set in the fifties, fifties slash sixties, sort of suburbia. It it could be more of a um, all in their head sort of thing, and mm, that's possible. I heard something like it was. It's sort of like a uh, uh, a town like next to like. Uh, a nuclear power plant sort of thing, maybe. Like, outside, a bit like the village where there's outside sources happening around them and they're unaware of it. And and Florence Pugh's character is sort of... sort of seeing... Uh, sort of um, either hallucinating or it's the other way around. She's actually seeing something creeping in and and all the other... People are, are none the wiser. And yeah, probably not a supernatural thing, but I'm thinking it's more of a um a man made sort of uh sort of black swan sort of psychological horror. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got some black swan vibes there a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like the imagery of that. But more based in reality. Even though it's it's imagery that's a bit kooky. And a bit fun, and mm. uh, Harry Styles going down on <laughs> people. Um, yeah, that's a bit full on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know they put that in the trailer. I'm like, whoa, hello. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk with your mouth full. Um, yeah, and yeah, it just tweaked on me. That was Harry Styles. It's like I haven't seen you in anything much. That's why I didn't really pick you up. Mm. But is he a good actor? I don't know. I feel like this movie is the the, the proving moment for him. It's a, it's the test. It's the, the test. The make or break. The make or break for Harry Styles. Which is surprising coming from you because he's in Marvel. Yeah, well, we didn't really, you know, we, we only had him in a post credit scene, but I remember saying whether or not it was on the podcast or to whomever um, that I feel like he was cast for a reason because Kevin Feige ain't no fool. So I I would assume that he, he's got some chops. Um, but uh, who knows? Yeah. I hope so. I know I haven't seen Dunkirk, so there you go. Dunkirk's good. He's not. He has a very small part in that. Like, he's only in a handful of scenes. But, like, the, what he's in is, is good. But you're yeah. like, oh, my God, it's Harry Styles. Kind of takes you out of the movie a little bit, unfortunately. But, I mean, you know. <laughs> Every Nolan movie has a big, big cast under it, so sometimes it's hard to, you know. But Dunkirk is a very, very good war film if you're yeah. ever interested in checking it out. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'll probably have a have a look see in this one. So when are yes. uh, you and I going to see this, Kendall? And not necessarily yes. together, just watch it in general. Just at some point, we were watching it um, because. Don't worry, darling. Well, it doesn't actually have an Australian release date just yet. Uh, but if you're in the US or the UK, you can check it out on the 
23rd of September. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we get it around that time, if not just after. So. Yeah. Very exciting. And probably watch it too because, uh, yeah, the with the director being Olivia Wilde. Yeah. I mean, she's she's got to pay for those lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. I, st- I can't believe that happened. Whoops. Whoopsie. Big fucking whoops. So Fully probably doesn't know what we're talking about. Nope. So I'll just quickly just say, while... So at CinemaCon a week and a bit ago, um, Olivia Wilde was there presenting this movie um, and showing footage and all this. Um, she was during, on stage during the middle of her presentation. She was served papers, legal papers, regarding uh, custody, I think. Custody, yeah. Custody stuff because uh, her and Jason Sudeikis have separated um, and they have kids together. And um, apparently he had no idea that they were going to give her the papers while she was on stage at a convention. That's what he says. But yeah, the people, the, the legal people, for some reason, was just like, eh, fuck it. And just they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait, and for some reason, and then you know it was shit. The shit kind of scary thing is like people were t- questioning the security of the event, for like yeah. the fact that they were actually able to get on stage without anyone stopping them. Well, the thing, the papers. I actually watched the video because it was underneath the actual trailer. And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a watch, and and it wasn't a physical handover. It was it was sitting on, it, it was like sitting on the uh, stage. I think, oh, okay. I think someone just put it there and, and just, and she's, oh, is this for me? And said, uh, I'll open it here. Whoops. Worst mistake ever. And, like, and then she looked at it and was like, oh, uh, okay. And she, and she went on like a pro. But yeah, bit of a. Oh, okay. The way that of, the media was reporting it. And of course, yeah, they yeah, sensationalized yeah. it. But they made it sound like the people actually someone got up just, on stage and gave it to <laughs> Walking up. Okay. They just like, put it. You've been served. You just, they, just, served. they just put it on the stage. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. Of course, she handled Wait, like a the pro media she... lied. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. They made mm. they, they made a mountain over out of a molehill. Mm. Mm. Shocking. All right. That's enough of that sidebar because mm. uh, it's time to roll on out of Trailer Park. Yes. And time to begin one of our very on brand, not so quick, quickie reviews. Quickie review. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to get into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because Woo! all three of us had the chance to go watch it during the week. Yes. Um, finally. Are we, are we spoiling or not spoiling? We are. No we are, spoilers. No spoilers. No spo- it's still like the it's like the first week still. Too bad. Okay. No spoilers. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Compromise. Compromise. We can do the we, spoiler. We'll do next a week. We'll do we'll do popcorn culture as a spoiler discussion next week. Yeah. And gives people a week. Okay. All right. No fair. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> That's no good call. I, I respect that. All right. We keep spoiler free and that way we will... We won't talk for five hours. Yes. About Because I want to get to Moon Knight as well. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, spoiler free review. All right. Um, I would like to start off by just saying that the movie didn't meet my expectations. Oh. That's not to say it was a bad film or I didn't enjoy it. Because I definitely enjoyed it. Um... I just think it Marvel really went hardcore on the advertising for this, hyping it up as like this event piece, 
And I was convinced, and I've been talking about it on the podcast for a while, that they weren't showing us too much because there was going to be all this other bit of movie that they couldn't show for spoiler reasons. And, like, people were edited out and all this stuff that they, they do. Um, so I just kind of bought into the, the hype a bit too much. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I think that's on me more than anyone. Um, so, yeah, so it just, it didn't, yeah, I did, it didn't blow my mind like I expected to, but it, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, always good to see Benedict Cumberbatch return as Stephen Strange. He was, he was great, uh, in this film. I enjoyed his performance, uh, quite a bit. Performances. Um, Performances. Yeah. It's technically not a spoiler. Count them. Three. Um, Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that he was great. He was great. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, of course, uh, just phenomenal as mm-hmm. per usual. Uh, pr- probably steals the show in terms of the the acting, I would say. Like, but then again, she kind of has a bit more to do mm. uh, as a character in this film, um, like uh, compared to everyone else. Um, so. Yeah, I can't really say too much without spoiling it. Um, but <laughs> I will say one thing, and I'll explain it next week because I can't explain it now. But there were aspects of her character that that disappointed me. Um, so yeah, but um, apart from that, she looked awesome. You know, she did some really really cool shit. Um, it was nice to be introduced to America Chavez finally. I know nothing about this character, so really cool to see her in a live action format um and you know that so there was a couple of things about her character i didn't like as well but on the whole i enjoyed her quite a bit um and then yeah i guess just visually the movie i think is where it does the best for me um like not to go into too much of the specifics we will do that next week but but yeah i loved i visually this movie was i mean it's sam raimi i mean come on he's (laughs) he he has very wonderful style Especially when it comes to more horror elements. The macabre. Um, and the macabre and the, the kooky and the spooky. Uh, he, he's, it's do definitely... Do <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely more his wheelhouse. So, um, And when he was announced as a replacement for um, Scott Derrickson, um, I, that was one of the big reasons why I was like, yes, let's go with this. And I'm glad that part of it paid off. Um, very much so. So, yeah. And then there were a couple of su- surprises I didn't expect coming, and one of them basically had me on the verge of tears. I was so happy. So, um... <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. So there's, all in all, there's a, there's a lot to like about it. It's definitely not what I was expecting entirely, but I, I still really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed my time watching it. Uh, I mean, I've seen it twice for a reason, so... Hmm. It's definitely definitely not nothing to, to, to snooze at. So if I had to rate it, though, I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. Oh, okay. Multiverse of Madness, three, okay. three and a half out of five. Fair enough. From me, but a high, a high three and a half. <laughs> a high three and a half, yes. Um, all right, Fulia, give us yes. your spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, I just want to start off with saying... Anybody who goes to the cinema who decides they want to have a chat. Oh, no. What is it with Broadmeadows and they people love, talking? They love to chat. Every time I go to Broadmeadows with Fulia, there are people in the cinema talking. Every time. And it was a full house cinema, too, because we went on the Wednesday night. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
right next to me, like four, four girls. And the one that was sitting right next to me, you could tell she was a Marvel fan. Great. Fine. Good. She was also the one who was trying to get her friends or whoever they were to shut up. Oh, okay. So at least she was like trying she to be was like, seething. But she still did converse with them. Yeah. She encouraged it too. She did. Because the rest of them were either asking questions about the movie and not even whispering, just like normal voice talking. No. And and there were also times where it had nothing to do with the movie. Oh. And <laughs> oh. honestly... Oh, my soul was aching. Why go to the cinema if you're going to have a conversation? Why don't you just wait for the movie oh. to come out so you can watch it in your own yes. damn living rooms yes. and you can have that yes. conversation whenever the hell you want? So th- we don't want this in a cinema no. because it ruins the damn experience. It's, yes, exactly. And that was ruined for me with Doctor Strange. Oh. I didn't even get to be emotional at the emotional points. Oh, I'm so sorry. It pissed me off to no oh. beginning. Hey, Fulia, it's all right. I was the same, but I was busting for the toilet. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, there weren't many people talking in our... Like, there were a few people, but they were whispering when they did, and then it wasn't often. And I and now I understand why some of my workmates prefer going to Lux. Yeah, because people don't talk in gold class. Exactly, yeah. because you're paying more money. <laughs> oh, my fucking... Like, seriously, like, every time I hear... I think of this, I just think of, like, Firefly, and I think of, of Shepherd Book when he says... That there's a special level of hell reserved for people who talk at the cinema. And fully, and fully, there's a go-to line that I like to use, and I think you would probably probably uh, benefit from from this line. You just turn around and say to them, "Shut that cunt up, or I'm gonna fuck start her head." <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't make any sense to me, but I love it. Okay. They, are, yeah. they will be shocked and confused because they don't want to deal with a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Well, here's the thing, though. My workmate who was sitting next to me was couldn't handle it, so she leaned over and told him to shut oh, up politely, good. mind yeah. you. Okay, told good. him to shut up politely. Good. But then one of them had the audacity to talk best, like, oh, sorry, mum. Oh. Like, are you shitting me? Like oh. seriously, I want. I honestly was like, if if I wasn't the nice person that I am, yeah, or the non-violent are. person that I am, I would have gotten up and slapped her across the face. Oh. I'm I'm seething right now. <laughs> I, imagine me at that time. Well, it's like, I mean, we didn't ever talk about this, but it's like that time we saw Ghostbusters. And there were gr- there was a group of girls sitting behind us talking the whole fucking time, and then I turned around about fifteen minutes into the movie and told them to shut the fuck up, and they did, thankfully, and they didn't. I didn't get any talk back. I was very I was polite but firm, and then you know they shut the fuck up, thankfully. Yeah, and then they it- and then they were gone. <laughs> I turned around to see if they were still there when the movie stopped, and they were already gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy. Yes. But that didn't happen for you. No. I'm even so even sorry. after my workmate told them to shut up. I'm so sorry. That's like they shut fucked. up for a while and they started whispering instead. But then towards the end where all the again. if they picked up again oh, then I'm just fuck? like Like why? 
Don't go to the cinema if you're going to have a freaking conversation because it ruins it for the rest of us. It ruins it for everyone. Like, this is, this is like what I've, I've said before. Like, this is the biggest problem with this, the modern way to consume media and the streaming services is the fact that these fucking kids are just so used to being at home watching stuff that they don't know how to act in a public They're space. not even kids. They're all, like, our age, like, in their mid to late 20s. You think they were that old? Yeah. All right, well, fuck them. Yeah. else. Anyway. Honestly, they were like in their twenties, and they—if they don't know what cinema etiquette is—they no. really need an education. Yeah, clearly. But the other thing is, if the staff of the cinema did their fucking job as well and came into the cinema and actually walked up to the top with their torches and actually told them to shut the fuck up, mm. that would have helped as well. Yeah, but they didn't do that. Fucking hell! See, at that point, like. It'd be hard for me because, like, I don't want to miss the movie, but it would make me want to get up and go out and talk to the staff and be like, there are people talking really loud. We've asked them to be quiet. They're refusing to be quiet. Can you kick them out? Like, because they'll, they'll ask them to leave. I don't know if they'll actually will leave, but they, they, they do. But anyway. Yeah, but then my brain was just like, I don't want to miss what's happening on well, screen. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I would want to do that, but I wouldn't also want to miss the movie at the same time. That's, yeah. That's the struggle. So that was that was the struggle. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. Broadmeadows. Cinema, cinema experience was crappy. Get your shit together, Broadmeadows. But um, the, the movie itself, from what I got out of it, was still good. Okay, you like the movie? I like the movie. Good. Otherwise, good. I wouldn't have bought this hoodie. <laughs> hey! Did you literally go like straight to Zing after the movie? No, no. This was literally me buying it yesterday as soon as I had finished work. Ah, cool. I just I was actually beelining it for Kmart after I finished work, and then I, because EB Games is now right on the same walkway as uh, where my workplace is. Yeah. So as soon as I walked past this, this hoodie was at the front. the front. It was yeah. in the front mm-hmm. and I was, I saw it. I walked, I came back and then I went in. It was a instant I had to buy. I couldn't leave it. So <laughs> I saw it. I just had to have it. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, the movie was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I agree. There were some aspects that were a little deflating, um, and it that and I wasn't expecting it the way that to go the way it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was also expecting an ending that wasn't the way that it turned out to be. Hmm. Yeah, the ending was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So take that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was a good movie. Um, you know what? I wasn't as spooked as I thought I was going to with the horror elements. Okay, that's good. That's. I mean, good. it was creepy, but mm. I was okay with it. I was okay. Okay, with good. It. Yeah. So, so now we'll watch Evil Dead. No. Yes. No, I'm... <laughs> uh, to get. And... Well, it's it's okay to talk about one cameo, right? Ah, uh, is it a cameo? F- that we already knew about? No, but it is a Sam Raimi film. I'm not, oh, Bruce I'm not Campbell. talking about the Illuminati. Bruce Campbell. You're talking about Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I who think... He? He's the the pizza balls vendor who was punching himself in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's in every Sam Raimi film. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. 
I, I think, have no idea. I think watch uh, <laughs> watch Evil Dead Two. Yes, yeah, watch Evil Dead Two, and then if you feel game, watch Evil Dead One because Evil Dead Two is literally almost shot for shot remake of Evil Dead the first, but there's a comedy thing going on because right. Ash is like, "How the fuck am I back here again? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this happening again?" Dare I say, in Evil Dead Two, his hand gets possessed. Yes, that's true. And starts attacking himself. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of the same element in that. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. and I was watching. It was like, <laughs> I get the reference. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So we'll um, spoil that. Yeah. But. Yes. But anyway, yes. Well, time for Mike's. Yes. Time for me. Time for me. All right, Mike. Uh, what are your spoiler-free thoughts on Doctor Strange? I actually did like it, and uh, and that joke behind uh, 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 Spider-Man being the better movie, in a way, yeah. If we're going, if we're judging, judging by, uh, I had more of a, an emotional connection. Oh, totally. With that one, than I do with this one. This one was what I expect, sort of what I expected from a Sam Raimi film, and also not what I expected to what a like a continuation on what the uh, multiverse was going to be. So, yeah, sort of conflicted, but I was actually happy that I actually watched it. And, um, hmm, trying to trying to think of not trying to spoil it. Um, uh, I like the fact that uh, it's a good continuation of the. Um, uh, the Doctor Strange character and where he is at this present time, even though I, was, um, in the back of my head, it's like I sort of knew that uh, I was having a uh, new in the back of my head that this was meant to be before um, No Way from Home, No Way from Home. That's not No the, Way Home. No Way Home, where where it was meant to be on the other side of the um uh, of the release dates. Mm. And I knew one particular scene had to be a um a re- uh, a recreate uh, a reshoot a reshoot because they they actually reference um what happens with Spider-Man and it wouldn't make sense if it was an actual uh scene that was meant to be used. So I like the fact that this w- this is sort of setting up a bit more of what the multiverse is going to be down the track. And not necessarily as like, oh, this is the only multiverse uh, sh- uh, movie that we're ga- going to see, and and what it's going to tackle. It's going. This is sort of uh, a more of a continuation uh, in in la- later things. Like we know Loki, Loki season two is going to tackle this as well. Of what happens at the end of that, and I think that's uh, a a jumping off point with this one, because uh, with Kevin Feige coming out and actually saying, well, uh, what happened at the end of Loki, the television series of what happens there is sort of, sort of what, uh, is sort of uh, a benchmark of why that, why um, the multiverse is sort of um, cracking and sort of jumping into uh, our universe well, the six one six universe that's now canon, and yep. and um, 
uh, and how there's going to be more more to do with that. So uh, I can't wait. This is sort of um, setting up more of a Secret Wars of yeah. universes sort of colliding with each other. I think that's probably going to be more of the um, uh, more of the uh, big big crossing over of universes and everything. So so I think there's I think there's going to be more. There's going to be more. So I, I, I think certain characters in this movie are going to possibly coming back. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll definitely be seeing some more um, of these characters down the track. Yeah. I mean, Spe- especially with the Illuminati. Yeah, maybe. Not to spoil it, but I I was shocked of what happened, but I'm not shocked that it was in a Sam Raimi film. It's like set <laughs> set it up, pay off. <laughs> <laughs> And, I giveth and I taketh away. And take it away. <laughs> <laughs> and the explanation of uh, Zombie Strange, I was so happy. It was cool. Yeah, when 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 he said said when he said doesn't have to be living, I thought, oh fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. This is the same Raimi that I like. Yeah, it was even metal with the score too, like Danny Elfman bringing the guitars in a bit. Oh, cool. I I really love the sort of score of Danny Elfman uh, with this, Spe- especially with um, um, when the uh, when uh, the big um, uh, oh, the octopus monster. Yes, the, the start of the movie. Yeah, the start of the movie where where he was he was having like those those deep horns, like it it yeah. got, it gave me sort of like original Godzilla vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is awesome. And also one particular character um, cameo coming out, Patrick Stewart, he's in the trailer, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the score for when he comes out, I was like. <laughs> so good. I wish I voiced it because I wanted that to happen. Because yeah, because yeah. of Spider-Man do, doing the um Spider-Man the, theme. Spider-Man theme. And of course. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. So good. <laughs> <clears throat> so good. And uh can can, can I just spoil one thing? <laughs> depends on what how how big the thing is i find it hilarious that um a certain a certain character has died three times (laughs) oh yeah yeah i know who you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is quite funny isn't it yeah i do i do find that amusing um yeah can't say much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is... We is, shall elaborate next time. Yes. Teasers for next week. Hmm. Yes. So overall, I give it... Uh, yeah, I give it three and a half. Three and a half um, mm-hmm. out of yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. If, nice. If we're scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cool. Great. I have some breaking news. Oh. Breaking news. Breaking news oh. that's going to make you, Michael, lose your crap. 
is Doctor Who related. I was going to say, did they announce the next Doctor? They've announced the next Doctor. Oh, are you fucking kidding? They have. Oh. On the, on the BBC today has announced the new Doctor. Are you fucking serious? We're going to do this live on the podcast right now. <laughs> and waited until we finished our quickie review. Oh my God. We're going to be here until like midnight now. <laughs> um. <laughs> the glasses are off. Okay. Um. Serious? I'm not kidding. Oh my it came God. up on the, the the Doctor Who Facebook page, and there's a link to you got a the, notification. Yeah, it was just came up. It's on Doctor Who TV. Okay, so it's the official website. Yes, they've announced. Oh my God! What? Drum roll. Why am I heart pumping? Stop <laughs> it. Uh, it's not someone I've heard of before. Okay, interesting. Okay. Uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Nukuti Gatwa. No idea who that is. Okay. Yeah, I've never... For those of you playing at home, that is our new doctor. Is that? People watching. He is our new doctor. Oh, going to the Googles. Is that the guy from... It's a sin? Um... Yeah, Nkudi Gutwa announces the new Doctor Who. It is literally official. Yep. Wow. Holy shit. 50 minutes ago. Yeah. Fucking break. Fucking awesome breaking news. Well done, Fulia. <laughs> he, he's in Sex Education on Netflix. He's going to be in the Barbie movie with Margot Robbie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so he's on the rise. Uh, he was in the Horrible Histories movie... And that's pretty much it. He's not done a lot of stuff. So this is going to be his this breakout big role. Break. So they've gone for a virtually unknown actor. I love that. Yes, yeah, me too. That's good. That, that's good. That's good. And an actor of colour too. I'm very happy with this. Very happy with this. I, there are going to be a lot of people out there that are not going to be happy with that. Inclusivity. Oh. Because there are some racist people still in this world, unfortunately. No. But, inclusivity. But Fuck yes, them. inclusivity representation. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Dare I say, I've got a track, track record of liking uh, of all my favourite doctors are Scottish. <laughs> Is he Scottish? He's Scottish. There you go. Fantastic. Well, wow. the, the, doc, the Doctor Who series loves their Scottish actors. They do. The 14th reincarnation of the Doctor. Yeah. There you go. Nkudi Gutwa, 14th Doctor. There you go. You Chills. heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. Well done. <laughs> Now we don't have to talk about it next week. (laughs) 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 Now we'll probably talk about it next week. Um, Yeah, he's only been in three films. Yeah, he's not been in a lot. Yep. There you have it, folks. There you have it, folks. I'm going to message a friend of mine who has uh, seen Sex Ed and ask his opinion of the guy, if he knows... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe he'll reply live on air. We'll see. <laughs> reply now, reply now. Comedy drama, sex, uh, sex comedy, <laughs> teen drama, sex ed. So that's on uh, 
In Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Well, you know what I'm going to be watching this week? Sex Education, I know. We have, have to get around it finally. Apparently it's a fantastic series. Uh, everyone I know that's seen it raves about it and has been telling me to watch it for a long time. Mm. Oh, yeah, three seasons, eight episodes each. Whoo! Yeah. All right. There you go. There you go. I wasn't expecting that. Were we, Mike, were we expecting an announcement soon? Yeah, they they speculated like round about this week. Oh, they did. Okay, so this is not entirely out of the blue then. Yeah. Wait, but was when did um when did the when did the special come out? Was it like Easter. a couple of weeks ago? It was like two. It was two and a, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Whenever Easter was. Okay. Yeah. There yeah, you three, go. Three weeks ago. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got a BAFTA from oh the <laughs> Scottish Awards, um, ah. <laughs> for sex education. So yeah, definitely. Definitely watching yeah. that. Oh, he, yeah. Three BAFTAs. So he's... He's got some chops. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Grace. That's so exciting. Yay. Yay, congratulations to Nkudi Gatwa. That's awesome. Very happy. Very, very, very happy. Um, excited to see what Russell T Davies does with him then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Mike, do you, do you want to talk about that? Or shall we, shall we leave it for next week? Let, let you simmer on it for a seven days. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll li- leave it for next week. I mean, okay, yeah. all right, no worries. Uh, all for it. Sick. All right, cool. Nice little breaking news. It's never happened Yee. before. That's exciting. <laughs> My God. And I how dare you, Fulia, being on your phone when I was actually <laughs> talking? <laughs> Look, I wanted to make sure that you had what you needed to say out first before I interrupted. So I was being polite and I was By being rude. I, but I was squealing on the inside because I was like, oh, my God, I need to say this. Yeah. But I have to wait. Wait, wait. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. What if they did a video? Sorry. Later. What, what, Next, yeah. week. Next week. Next <laughs> week. We'll have more. We'll have more information next week. Yes, we will discuss next week. Yeah, because they did a video with Jody. Yeah, they did an announcement video when she was. Yeah, I remember that one very vividly. We probably won't get that till maybe tomorrow. I'd say. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's we've got seven days until we have to. Uh, yeah, talk about it. So cool. Cool. We got one more thing to talk about it though. Right and I'm now. Very excited. And I'm very excited too. <laughs> because. What? It's time for the moment. Oh, we don't have the time. We don't have the, the moment. Se- yeah, no, we, There's the a new segment, doctor. We, Come on. The section. We got to be talking about part that. Of the show that we like to go. Popcorn culture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hurry, hurry up and get I mean, this moonlight out of the way. I know I'm keen to talk about this, but. Just, yes. Just, let's go. Let's just go. You're just like, all right, fucking hurry up. Before I forget what I watched. Oh, don't. You won't. You won't forget. I have my notes here. We'll be fine. Um, yes, it's popcorn culture time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is time, of course, for us to discuss the finale of Moon Knight, episode six, Gods and Monsters. Oh, my God. Did it stick the landing? Did it not stick the landing? Were all our questions answered? We're... Was everything satisfactory or not? Let's find out, shall we? Um, I'm just going to say yes. Yes. I was was very happy with this episode. (laughs) 
Mostly, you know, because a certain character came back. I was very, very keen, very, very, very excited. Oh my god! Oh, and a and a good reason why uh, you shouldn't binge because it was beneficial for having a week gap. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely, yeah, um, yeah, definitely he- heightened the anticipation mm-hmm. uh, for the the you know the way that um, episode five ended last week. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's good. So it's gonna be interesting when I binge this soon. I'm gonna watch it again soon and uh, see how it goes in doing it in one day. Um, but yeah, <laughs> watching yeah. it is like five minutes later. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's <laughs> back. <laughs> There's no suspense at all. It's fine. Um, uh, yeah, no, I love this episode. I thought it, I thought everything was like handled nice. Like my, I think my only critique that I really had was that it was too short. Um, it was only forty five. It was long, barely forty five minutes. Um, but that's okay. I mean, we got a big chunk of big story that followed this, um, and yeah, we were all very concerned with how all the all all the loose ends were going to be tied up neatly, mm. and if they were going to be. And I, I even though the episode was not even 45 minutes long. I feel like they still managed to find a way to do that. Um, like, there were, I mean, the way it ended, I was like, Jesus Christ, we need a second season because... <laughs> but if it doesn't get another season, I feel like it's it's definitely self-contained enough and well-rounded enough. And it wasn't much of a cliffhanger per se no. that it we like need to demand a, a season two, not like with how Loki what? ended. Well, I mean, yeah, you can definitely. There's definitely potential to continue it. And we'll, mm. we'll get into that later, but, um, but no, I was I was so happy with with the way it ended. We got some, probably some of the best visuals in the whole series. Uh, I mean, there's been so many fantastic visuals throughout this whole thing, um, but in this episode, like some of the like just some of the action sequences yeah. were brilliant. Like I was smiling the whole time. Oh. God, um, and just yeah, the visuals with like you know the moon in the background or the Great Pyramid, you know, fucking kaiju's basically fighting <laughs> each other in the middle of Cairo. Gods, um, gods and monsters, definitely there were. Um, yeah, so I just I just loved it, uh, really. Fulia, uh, what are your overall thoughts of the last episode? Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. My, yeah. my mind was absolutely blown yeah. to smithereens. Yeah. I love this episode. It's so good. So good. That, like, I was on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. in the third act. I was just like... Oh, I know. Holy crap, what the hell's gone? And then the way it ended, I was like... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it happened. I'm yeah. just like, oh, I know. So, I w- <laughs> roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, the post credit scene actually saved it for me. Because yeah. Yes, was, definitely. Because <laughs> the definitely. way it ended, I was really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Very fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let, without without uh, any extra from me, Michael. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> your, your your overall thoughts of the finale. Yeah, as I said, as I said, the post credit scene sort of saved the in, uh, saved yeah. the ending, and yeah. pretty much the uh, uh, the entire series. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed the series as a whole, and it's probably one yeah. of my favorite Marvel yes. TV shows. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Uh, like it is up there with um, Loki and. Uh, WandaVision. For sure, easily. And 
Yeah, considering it's a, a a character that we have no prior knowledge, except for if you've read the comics, of course. But for it being itself, it was a it was a great standalone series. Yes, it's open for a second season, and I wouldn't mind that to happen. And yeah, and the uh, I was a bit worried being the the shortest episode, but it it was handled very well. With, yeah, and I didn't really notice it being too short. It actually, it actually finished uh, correctly, if I want to say say that. Yeah, well, the pa- the pacing was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pacing, it the was. editing was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Every character that uh, comes up um, has its uh, has their due, uh, yes, and and good send offs, and also uh, character arcs was meshed well. Um, uh, th- there was no, there was no real fat on the on the meat of the bone that could be like cut out as like ah oh, they should have cut that out. No, it was actually essential and it no. actually it, yeah. it, it actually fitted well within uh, the actual story that they were pre- pre- uh, they, they were um, telling. So yeah, yeah, I really really enjoyed it and nice. Um, yeah. It, Good Marvel stuff this week. <laughs> Good Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's been a great week for us Marvel fans. Uh, we love we love when this happens. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the episode kind of kicks off with, like, you know, we see Harrow getting um, Amit from Mark's body. Um, my – this is one of my like, – one of my other pet peeves of the episode, and this is a tiny nitpick, is just there were certain things that I felt were kind of skipped over or, like, you know, they didn't show certain things because I feel like maybe they ran out of money um, because they had to put all their money on making um, Amit and Konshu as giants looking, like, really, really good. And then, of course, the Duat and how that looked as well. Um, and Tawaret as well. So um, <laughs> Duat, Duat, da Duat, da um, but yeah, my, my issue was there was a few scenes in this where things were kind of cut away, like a thing would start and you think you're going to get this reveal, like in this first scene with Harrow and he has the Ushapti of Amit, right? For some reason he doesn't smash it. I mean, you think he does because we turn away, we see Layla's face and she's watching what's going on, um, uh, before she runs off, you know, um, trying to, you know, figure out what to do. Um... And, uh, yeah, and they, so, and then we cut back to Harrow and, and Amit is not, not really anywhere, but the, you know, his staff is now, like, his walking stick now has a different head to it and it's glowing purple more. And it's longer. So it's longer. I, I didn't get that really because then, you know, later down the track we see him actually, you know, once they're inside the Great Pyramid, he smashes it and releases her then. So that confused me a bit. And then just to go off that, the other part that annoyed me was cutting away from watching Harrow being Amit's avatar and then just, you know, destroying basically all of the the Ennead. You know, they have this fight. But again, we cut away to Layla trying to find Konshu. And whilst this is not terrible, I was just like, I want to watch it. <laughs> I want to see Harrow being a badass. But I, it's it, in the grand scheme of things... Minor nitpick. Um, Fully, what what were your takeaways from 
from Harrow and, and Amit in this episode. Did you have any similar issues that I had or not really? Um, yeah, look, I, I was a little disappointed that we didn't see what happened um, with Harrow and the other avatars mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. Because um, all we do is we cut away and then we come back and they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was a little annoying because I, I I thought that they had a better chance against him because there was more of them against yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of confused me a little as to how they lost so mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think other than that, for me, everything else was fine. Um, the I get what you're saying about the whole stuff changing before he even releases Amit that was also a little jarring for me but I feel like maybe that was more of a he was just holding back some of that power um, before he decided because and that was probably the time that he needed to use that power so he probably held that back maybe so I I think that's kind of how I'm justifying it yeah no that Um, works for you yeah yeah Um, yeah Michael yeah I might have a theory on that because considering um, Harrow is all about like the balance, everything, where and his staff is pretty much the two two heads, and it was perfect balance where he does the thing with his arms and all, all that, and now that he has um, uh, the uh, the uh, little statue that was um, that he got now now that he is ready to release uh, Amit. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't need to do that now. He can actually become, uh, uh, hopefully, become Amit's uh, avatar. That he doesn't need to judge people anymore. Uh, so, so it turns into Amit's staff, which is basically one head. So, so it's all for this god. And then, and may I don't know. May, maybe because uh, Amit's like more powerful than the other gods. I don't know. Um, I don't know their 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 power levels. You know, <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. And and uh, but I did like the fact that um, uh, when Amit and Harrow were actually talking to each other, that uh, everything uh, uh, everything he did he did he did for Amit and and uh, Amit. Go, goes back, uh, looks at his soul, and is like, "Well, you're unbalanced." And Harrow, being being the great villain that he is, um, and he believes everything that that he believes. He even it, it's real glass in his in his feet. Yeah. So yeah. so and that's from the first shot of the entire show. And so he means what he means, and he mm-hmm. believes everything. He's not manipulative. He. he <clears throat> He doesn't lie or anything like that to to get his gains. He he's full on. He and and he even admits it's like, well, if I'm not not worthy, uh, kill me now. And yeah, bit horrible because he believes what yeah. he believes. But even Amit being <laughs> being uh, saying, nah, that's all right. We we can fudge fudge the things here. It's like, wow, you lived your life like being a righteous like follower of this god and even god's full of shit yeah (laughs) and that's i i really like that aspect in this episode because it also goes to you know it was kind of like a nice parallel to 
the way Conshu's taken advantage of Mark. Yeah, gods are assholes. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Especially with the ending. And yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, I really, really liked that. That um, that despite you know what Amit was saying about um, Harrow's scales not being balanced. Um, yeah, Harrow stuck to his guns, like because it, uh, it definitely would have gone against character if. Um, they'd uh, they'd not done that yeah true um so i thought that was i thought that was really really good and i was kind of surprised that um it didn't didn't uh kill him or you know judge him or any of that devour his soul but um clearly she wanted to take advantage of of him and use him um in the same way that conchu used mark so yeah yeah, they're devious things, these gods. Yeah, mm-hmm. gods are manipulative. They, gods. They, they make you do what they, for, for their bidding. Yes, except for one in particular. How great was Tolaret in this episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Layla! <Yeah. laughs> it was my, my second... Ladies and gentlemen, if the hippo line never happened, um, I, I hippo bottomus. Um, yes. So no, I, uh, I. It was really, really nice. Like I just thought it was funny the way that <laughs> Tarot was like speaking to Layla through these dead people. Yeah. Like because after you know after Layla processes that Mark's dead and that was a very emotional moment to witness you know she obviously is gonna like mark said she's gonna do whatever she can to stop him and get you know you know avenge him basically um so you know she follows his troop um out of the you know the tomb and uh yeah and then starts you know trying to take down harrow herself but then tarot just starts yeah saying no you have to do this I'm with Mark. Don't don't list. Don't don't do this on your own. You gotta, <laughs> you know. I'll be your. You can be my avatar, and we can work together, and all this stuff. And it was just yeah. It's I, like just, I have a I have a costume. It's really good. It's a, I have a fabulous costume. <laughs> oh. And it was. It, yeah, was. it was badass, man. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. If we want to skip ahead to that, because that was that was great. Like, and then the wings. Shing. Because oh. <laughs> at first I was like, oh yeah. I like this. And then when she pulled the wings out, I'm like, Hello. I clapped. I applauded. I was like, yeah. I, che- I cheered. Yeah, I cheered. I was Are like, you an yep, Egyptian superhero? <laughs> yes. Yes. Fucking take that, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 I loved it. From a made up Azarian, whatever you're called. Middle East represent. Yes, Middle East represent. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, yeah, that that was fucking sick. Yeah, I was very happy with everything with Layla in this episode. Like, yeah. She's just really been one of my favourite things about this show. Like, apart from the whole Mark and Steven of it all, Layla has just been yeah so refreshing. Yeah. You know, as a character who's, who would, you know, years ago would have been relegated to a side, being a sidekick or just a love interest. The fact that she's so much more than that. Side um, piece. It's just, <laughs> it's just fan, just fucking fantastic. The attitude she gave Konshu when, oh, when, when she freed the him. The way she said, like he starts doing Leila Elfuli, will you be, you know, avenge the, the people of the night or whatever he says. And, and she's, she's just like, interrupts. are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love this, but she's taking no shit. She's like, after what you did to Mark, no, thank you. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. And still no doing way. the Mark. 
Yeah, yeah. It's- mm. <laughs> um, no, that was that was great. Like it was good to see her. Yeah, be able to get into the pyramid and free, free Conchu. Um, but then you know, do the right thing and refuse to become his avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was great. Um, it was so good. Yeah, it was just it was just fantastic. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, where do I even go from there? Um, well, we haven't talked about our main character yet, so maybe we dive into into. Uh, before him. we go, before we go, uh, with um, oh, ther- uh, hippo lady, Tarret. Tarret. Uh, it 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 uh, wasn't the first time that I that that I saw someone embodying a dead body. <laughs> Uh, are you talking about Doctor Strange? Yeah, not to spoil it. <laughs> no, 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 well, you've already mentioned that already. You mentioned that. Well, speaking of, I fucking loved the the back and forth when when um, Layla, you know, accepted Tawaret as you know being her avatar, and then the back and forth between Tawaret and, and and Layla, like the way May Kalamaui did the same kind of bounce back and forth. Sort of between the two, like you yeah, know. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was cool. It, and it was like the 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 pyramid was starting to crumble, and yeah. they're just having this conversation with each other, and it, it, they're like switching between, and the way that she does that, she performed it, it so well. It was very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very very cool. Yeah. I loved how she just kind of really, really nailed it and embodied. Tamaret. Yeah, and when she was as Tamaret, uh, she it, like she was like all bubbly and didn't yes. care what was happening around her. No. But then when changed back to Layla, she's like, all like exhausted, and, like and anxious, uh, you know, like anxious and scared. And yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my gosh, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, free spirit. <laughs> yes, yes, it was great. Speaking of spirits, um, yeah. So Mark's obviously in the field of reeds, mm. um, and he's at peace. You know, Tower, it's like you're you're done, you're over. You you know, you get to have the peace you never had when you were alive now. And you know, you can see Mark's clearly very tempted by by this. But as soon and I love this, as soon as she says like he's like, Well what about Steven? and she's like, Well the the duet has him, like he's gone, like he's not coming back and and I just love that he was like, I'm not accepting that. Yeah. Um and then, you know, turned away. Even though Tower it's like it doesn't work like that. Um, apparently it does. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently you, you can, you can actually leave the field of reeds and get out alive. Um, you know, <laughs> thanks to Osiris and, and one mighty hippo on a mm-hmm. boat. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I cried watching this and I've seen the episode twice, but like fucking Mark's speech to Steven. Yes. Oh, fuck. He made a speech. He made a little speech. It wasn't that little. Oh. <laughs> oh, all the feels. I loved it. It was so, it was so, it was so good. Like it was just, just again, Oscar Isaac being amazing, mm. continually amazing throughout this whole thing. But the line that I really liked, where, where is it? I wrote it down. Um, yeah. You were the only real superpower I ever had. Yeah. Oh. Like, right as he turns, like, he freezes and he puts his heart in Stephen's hand and, like, it's two hands over one heart, kind of symbolising them, becoming one one being at peace with each other. And balanced. Balanced. The scales are motherfucking balanced. And then, yeah, Osiris opens the, the gates for them. and Yeah. Oh, uh, Fulia, how, how did you react to, 
to uh to to Mark's speech? Oh man, like I was just sitting there just trying to absorb it all and I was so moved. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. And you know, you could see that even though from the beginning Mark was the I don't care, I need to be the one in charge type of person. Yeah, yeah, for to sure. To then turning around and not being able to live without Stephen. I know. Was Gross. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. It was so it was so good. Mm. Mike, what yeah. did you reckon? Well they've been yeah. through some shit. They yeah. have. And they really um have. I just love the fact that we are so emotional over such a bizarre concept of, yeah. of two personalities like reconciling and pretty much in love with each other. Uh, yeah, and yeah, you can interpret it that way. It being like a sort, sort of brotherly love, it's like we've been yeah. there, we've been there together, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, it it just reminds me of like Loki in that. It's like, well, you're having like a, a conversation with yourself, and and sort of reconciling yourself with with having an inner monologue, but on the outside. And yeah, it's just these concepts that, that you don't normally see in in um, in popular culture. But I really enjoyed it. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 heartwarming. It's 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 just everything. It's yeah. The two sides of the same coin. They really yeah, exactly. Are. And Stephen is the voice of reason for Mark. So why? In a way, yeah. Why wouldn't you have Mark with you? I mean, Stephen. Stephen with you. With you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's kind of why. Like last week, I wasn't fully convinced that Stephen was gone. Mm. Even though, like, you guys kind of convinced me a little bit by the time we finished talking. I about was it. convinced he was gone. Yeah. Because it made because it made sense. Like thematically, that's a real that's really strong mm. to to have. To be like, okay, you, like the whole reason you were unbalanced this entire time is because you had created this personality in order to cope yeah. with, you know, your awful, you know, these awful things that have happened to you, you know. Um, so the fact that he's gone, quote unquote, makes sense that you would then be balanced and then could, you know, move on. But um, so, yeah, for them to kind of renege on that. Um, at first I was like, oh, does that undercut the meaning of last week? But I don't think it does and i feel like this episode goes out goes out of its way to really show us that they do need to coexist together and they can yeah yeah i think i think when i said that that steven was a coping mechanism um i didn't expect the fact that well the comic books uh always uh, always skate uh, skate in between uh is it is it really a mental illness or is it because of contru or, or, and I think having that sort of balance of it's not necessarily one or the other. And so it's saying something definitive like la- last episode of, well, because Stephen's gone, you can be, you can be balanced as a human being going into your afterlife. But, uh, but, uh, Mark made the decision is like, well, no. Um, I'm more balanced uh, with Stephen in that sort of way. It's mm. sort of it's it's a weird balance. It's um, it, it's not necessarily uh, yeah. He created Stephen because of his uh, because of his life and upbringing, but he but he discovered well 
I can either get rid of the um, get rid of the thing, and but he has more shit to do, and he can't really do that without the other side of him that he he sort of cherishes or he sort of needs, and yeah, it, it it's hard to explain, but it, it's it's more to do with an emotional side as well where we we want Stephen to come back yeah. as an audience member and also um we want uh we want both of these characters like happy at the end yeah yeah no you're right that's very, that's very true yeah so, so i'm very glad that it worked out <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and when, and trying to think of what what it was i was saying last week like i i was Excited that I didn't know where this show was going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And I'm happy of of the decisions that are, that are actually made. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Of yeah, him. Yeah. Of him is like, well, there's more shit to do on on Earth, so I'm coming back. Yeah. Yeah. As a superhero should. <laughs> yes. Yes. Unfinished and business. I'm... An unfinished business, damn straight. Yes, so it was so good to see Stephen once again and just, you know, the hippo of it all. Was just, yeah. It was just really cool. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I, I love how immediately, like, because obviously Amit and Konshu have started fighting each other uh, inside the Great Pyramid, but as soon as Konshu feels that Stephen, sorry, well, Stephen and Mark are alive again, he just vanishes straight away. Cause yeah. Because the you know the only way to to stop um, Amit is to you know the, via the use of avatars, um, which I found interesting and it worked um, I would say, um, but yeah you know we immediately get the you know the reunion of Konshu and, and Stephen and Mark and I really enjoyed that scene where you know um, Mark as Moon Knight walks out of the tomb and and you know. First thing he said, sends to Konshu, Layla turned you down, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> like he, he knew, he fucking knew straight away and Konshu just ignores him. Um, and then I just love how immediately we're presented with Mr. Knight and Steven's like, yeah, um, actually. <laughs> yeah, the way that they can just switch with no like interruption within themselves is really good. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely more cohesive, the two yeah. of them now, um, as we see, you know, throughout the rest of the episode from this point. I wonder um, the editing for that, how that would have went, uh, as the filming for it, sorry, would have been. That, yeah. That would be interesting to well, watch the BTS for. Oh, I can't wait until we see the, the assembled for this. Yeah. That's going to be fucking amazing. Um, but I was listening to actually a podcast today, with the one of the directors, Mohammed Diab. Yeah. Um, and he was saying that um, at first, a lot of the um, the Mark and Steven stuff, like Oscar Isaac wanted to do them on different days. Like he didn't want to switch between, because it's, it's so difficult yeah. and demanding as a going from Yeah, going in between um, uh, accents and in embodiments is pr- is really difficult if you're trying to pull, pull off like a different character. Yeah, and do it authentically, you mm. know, to the point where you're not going to lose your audience. So, mm. um, so at first that's how they did it, but they eventually end up convincing Oscar to, you know, get it to a point where on the same day they he would just go back and forth, and that's how it ended up being. Mm. And like he was just commenting on how, like, 
the, 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 the surprising lack of edits that they had to do because Oscar was just a master of it by the time they were done. Yeah. And, and Mohammed said he was very, very, like, just impressed and in awe of Oscar oh, that's Isaac. Good. Mm. So, yeah. so that was really cool to find out that, um yeah, he did a lot of it just in the same kind of take mm. sort of thing. So that's really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, I loved I loved seeing, you know, Mr. Knight and then, and then, you know, having to be like, all right, Mark, you're going to take this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and we get a really cool shot of, of Moon Knight flying up and, you know, under the moon. I did not know he could fly. Neither did I. But apparently, that was cool. apparently Moon Knight <laughs> can fly. Um, so that was, that I liked was cool. it. Yeah, I liked it too. And the way that it sort of made like a crescent shape as he was going yeah. towards the moon was pretty cool yeah, too. Yeah, it was really, really cool. <laughs> It was really cool. It yeah, reminded um, me of Batman in ni- <laughs> 1989. <laughs> 1989, flying up into the moon, making the and shape. Then and coming. Going, yeah. <laughs> very fit. Very fitting, considering some have referred to Moon Knight in the comics as you know Marvel's Batman. Yeah. So, kind of. but in this, he's a lot different, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the the final fight, like the big fights between Amit and Khonshu and Moon Knight and Mr. Knight and Layla and Haro, all of that so much because the part when I say I couldn't stop smiling was watching like, well, A, first off the reunion between Layla and Mark was, was wonderful. Yeah. But then when Steven's like, I'm so jazzed to show you all the cool stuff we can do. (laughs) And then just launches into the coolest action sequence of this entire yes, show. Yes, absolutely love because that. Because if Steven is Mark, then he can do this too. Yes, And now he can. he's got the batons and he's fucking going ham he's got, on these he's, guys. He's got that confidence to do it now. Yeah, and he was, it was just so good the way the camera went with it. And then Layla's in there too, kicking ass. They're both going through. And then like Harrow's like deflecting a thing and it's coming back around. And it's Moon Knight instead of Mr. Knight. It's just this, oh, I was like... Just, yeah, I was so happy. It was great. <laughs> I loved I loved it. All the fight stuff in this, this episode was just so good. Um, you know, and then you've got, of course, the gigantic kaijus going on in the background. So, yeah. Yeah. Fulia, how, how did you enjoy the stunts in this one? Dude, I was, like, <laughs> cheering and clapping and going, yeah, let's go, Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, Layla, woo! Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I was loving every moment yeah. of that action sequence. And just like, I, like my eyes were glued to the screen. I didn't want to look yeah, away same. and miss anything. Yeah. Um, and just love the way that it was all cut together and the whole like cinematography of that. Yes. Yeah, of that action sequence was just mwah, loved yeah. it so much. Yeah. Um, man, I aspire to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the dream. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, kudos to the editing team as well to make that all sort of seamless and smooth and just looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, because that's one thing I will say Moon Knight definitely had over Doctor Strange was the, um, the, 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 the physical stunt work was, I think, was probably a bit better in this mm. finale because, like, I was when I was re-watching Doctor Strange last night, um, 
there's the there's there's one particular fight scene between two characters that I can't say because we're not spoiling. <laughs> um, but there was this fight scene, and I was noticing there are a lot of quick cuts, mm. like bam, 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 like you know, as because you have to distinguish between the actor and the stunt person. You don't want it to you know the effect to fall away. Yeah, exactly. Whereas obviously with Moon Knight, because you've got um, you know in the case of Mister Knight and Moon Knight, they're covered. So if it's not Oscar Isaac doing the stunts, which I'm sure he probably would have done some of his stunts, but because he has history with that kind of thing, but you know there would have been proper stunt players, yeah. And because he's masked up, you can get away with that, yeah, a bit easier. So that probably also lends to the the seamlessness of the visuals on that. Mm. I would say, yeah. Mike, what? How did you react to to the fight fight scenes in this climax? Uh, well, just to piggy off piggyback off uh, what you were talking about the difference between um, Doctor Strange and all that uh, mm. Doctor Strange was actually filmed like uh, with the COVID um, um, dis- uh, oh good point restrictions was- as well so it needed to be shot like dif- differently and okay yeah like, fair point yeah because I heard I heard a lot of that that's some of the reasons why Doctor Who looks a bit weird as well because they have to yeah. do, deal with that and character and, and uh, actors um, need to be shot in a certain way just to you know make sure that yeah. that stuff's happened. I mean, yeah, COVID's affecting everything and everything. Yes, but with the ending uh, of this particular scene, uh, this particular episode, uh, yeah, I really, 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 really loved it, and it was just a whole lot of fun. And I suppose for the people who were complaining, it's like, uh, well. For a show about Moon Knight, you don't really see much about Moon Knight. It's like, no, it savors for the awesome action scenes like this one. Yes, and I will eat my words on that because I was one of those people. Yes. Um, not, not, n- not that eat I... Eat your beanie. I will eat... <laughs> Yum. <laughs> not that I had a problem, you know, with the show. Obviously, I didn't, but... But yeah, I was initially like, okay. But then I'll after again after listening to Mohammed Diab talk about it, it, you know, it was kind of like, or just reading things about it, just and how they wanted to kind of make the show like Mark and Stephen more of the focal point, you know, because we're coming into the story at a time where Moon Knight has been a thing for a while. We haven't seen his origin really, mm. like you know, because he's been doing this for a while, and so now we're coming to the end of his story per se, and so. The focus is on this character struggle with Mark and Stephen, and and so Moon Knight takes a bit of a back seat. But then, of course, they bring him forth for mm. the finale and do some very epic fight scenes, which worked out super awesome. So, mm. um, and another really great shot that when when Moon Knight's coming up the pyramid and Harry's coming down, and they've got the moon in the background, yeah. the silhouette, and they and then Moon Knight kicks him. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, it was great. And I also do enjoy the sort of different styles of uh, fighting as well between Mr. Moon Knight and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Knight. Knight. Mr. Knight and Mr. Moon Knight. And how there's different sort of flares that uh, uh, Mr. Knight has where mm-hmm. where um, he's doing all his fighting things, but he then he brushes his... He brushes his jacket he as well. Yeah. Stop his saw, oh, Stephen. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Fix, fixing up his suit mid-fight. I do. I do enjoy that. This sort, yeah. sort of differentiates of the characters as well. It's also awesome. And yeah, absolutely. I love it. Love, love a good, it. love a good action scene, especially 
<laughs> you know, the criticisms of a Marvel thing is like, oh, something big has got to happen at the end. <laughs> it's got to be a big yeah. CGI boss fight. Yeah, especially with Konshu and Hemet. 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 Um, yes, but, you know, there was a certain fight scene that we didn't actually see. Yes! Because our mysterious third personality decided to make another appearance. Ah! Um, because, you know, right at the, at the, you know, there's like this pivotal point of the fight where, you know, our good guys seem to be on, you know, on the defense. They're, they're losing... The fight, you know, Layla's under siege. Konshu's being defeated, seems maybe by Amit and and um, yeah, and Harrow's, you know, got um, got Mark pinned down. Um, but then, you know, all of a sudden, we cut to some something's happened, and uh, Harrow's on the ground, and everyone else is on the ground, and. And no one knows what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that, Fulia? <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just was so confused. I'm like, and then it's like, it took me a split second to realize that that was the third personality coming through. Yeah. Because then Mark said, that wasn't you, was it, Stephen? And when it switched to Steven, he's like, no. Yeah, and definitely not mate. Yeah, and so immediately... Because in the at the beginning when they show you the previously shots, yeah. they go back to the sarcophagus that of the third one that they, they didn't did. open. And it was very clever. So it meant that he was going... That he was going to come per- up again. Yeah, he was going to come up in this episode, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. not sure when. Um, and then when that happened, I was like, ooh, the third personality. Are we going to see who this third personality is? Not no. Yet. No. <laughs> Not in this case. And look, to, at first, I was a bit annoyed because, again, I like I said earlier, I had my issues with, you know, not showing Harrow kick ass. And then here they've skipped another fight scene. But I it, it makes more sense yeah. here, here to skip it. And it kind of adds to the excitement i feel mm. of the show and the mystery but it was but it was a little bit like oh we've waited so long to see this showdown between them and then we miss it because... yeah. yeah it's like it's the last freaking episode <laughs> and you're not gonna tell us yeah like it would have been really cool to see the third personality like in action mm. just going berserk like, just going completely berserk and even seeing if they have a different suit yes because we don't know that would have been interesting if too. they had it yeah he does he has a slouch cap <laughs> and it's yeah, white. We'll get, to, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, the uh, yeah, the ending. We have, uh, you know, Harrow's gonna be. Uh, well, now you know we're gonna have Amit put into to Harrow's body, so they can be killed. Uh, Amit and Harrow can be, you know, destroyed. And Conchu's like, yeah, Mark, stab him. Um, and then Layla's like, no, Mark, don't stab him. Um, Kill you know, him. Even- yeah, yeah no. but the thing that, that Mark said to Conchu was like, you're sounding a lot like Amit now. Yeah, I liked that. Because he was, because he, yeah. he was, because, you know, because uh, as much as Steve, sorry, as much as Mark wanted to end Harrow and Amit and prevent them from taking any more lives, um, you know, the... 
he's clearly like they or well, they are clearly like um I don't know definitely more vulnerable now mm. so they're not maybe as strong I suppose as they once were so it's a bit different now so that gives us the explanation of what Layla says like no you can't you can't do this and then how Conchu's like but if you do this you'll prevent you know we can't take the risk that they'll you know find a way to you know fix themselves basically and yeah but and that and Mark's and like that's when Mark says that because it's yeah. it's he's he's right because that's what Amit was doing she was preventing yeah. those you can't from being villainous yeah you before stopping. they actually did it yeah yeah so, so and yeah. and they've already shown that um if things do happen like a third person can come out and Layla actually saw the third person do 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 the thing yeah, that was the interesting t- thing too. Is that, yeah, because you know, Layla she, witnessed it. Yeah, because she was like, what, what, the the f- what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah, had no idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, get, he's getting like uh, pyramids and like stabbing people. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Mike, did you like, did you, did you like that? The way that like, you know, Mark justified not killing Harrow and Emmett? Um, I could sort of gathered. I I can I, I sort of get it because it's sort of like the superhero trope and also like a, a Batman thing. Like you can beat the fuck out of people at an inch of their life and then stop. It's like no, I don't kill. <laughs> well, they're going to be in traction for the rest of their lives. <laughs> it's that it's that it's that sort of mentality. That <laughs> it's like no, we got to tear. Go take him to Arkham Asylum. Yes, yeah. You gotta, you know, you serve justice behind bars, essentially. Mm. Like, that's how, you know. It's not so much a mercy killing, really. It kind of is, but then it's also not, because then, you know, when we next see Harrow, he's in a mental facility. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we have we have the ending that, that Mike definitely didn't like to talk about first. Um, although I did enjoy the lead up to it because, you know, uh, after, um, Konshu lets, you know, uh, Harrow and Amit continue to live, um, you know, obviously there was a deal struck. So Mark's like, you have to release us now. Um, and he does. And then we end up back in the asylum for another, another minute, Mm. um, which I was not expecting. Well, we go back to, um... Stephen's uh, apartment. No, the asylum's first. Is it? Oh, yes. Yeah. It yes, is. yeah. Yes. Oh, the, the asylum in the head. The asylum in the head, yes. Yes, sorry. Oh. sorry I should have been more specific. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Later. There's two asylums. Later. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah, so we end up back in the... Uh, whether or not Mark is crazy asylum... Um, and, um, yeah, he's in Harrow's office again. And, um, I really liked this scene because it was a nice kind of confirmation of, yeah, okay, they're a bit crazy, but this is not real. This is not their reality. Mm. Like, you know, this is not, we're not going to accept what you're trying to, you know, label us as or whatever, you know, this version of Harrow that exists in their minds. Um, they're not going to be convinced by it. And I fucking loved <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite switches that Oscar Isaac did in the whole thing when he, cause he's Steven first 
But then he leans forward, and as he's leaning forward, he goes into Mark, and I was just like, holy fuck. Like, it was so good. (laughs) 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 Fucking lost it. And I was just, it's just like, you know, he just start. you see the way his face kind of subtly changes and goes into it. I was brilliant. But yeah, he was going back and forth between the two of them in that scene, and that was... That was that was good, and you know, then we got one final latest gators, mm. which was which was great, and then we end up in the fucking bed, and then that's you know, and his leg was still tied, and his leg was still tied to the bed, and then <laughs> he's on the floor, and then that's it. Was like it all else. a dream? And the only cool part about it was the fact that he had two goldfish, which I thought was nice. It's it, it, you know, I'm surprised he didn't knock a teeth out or maybe his nose bleed from smacking his Slamming face. Slamming on the floor. Um, how did without talking about the post credit scene yet, Fulia, how did this fi- like ending of the show sit with you? The the asylum scene and then the apartment scene. So when it ended I and the credits started rolling. I was so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, what? That's it? You're not going to tell us about the third ep- third personality? What? Are you going to end like this? Yeah. Okay. It's like season two. Season two. <laughs> um, and then I started thinking out loud and I was like, oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then, you know, he... he Oscar Isaac's now no longer Moon Knight, so there's a possibility that, you know, that Moon Knight will come back in whatever MCU film or whatever future show with some other actor portraying, because Konshu will then find that person in that and then get them to be the Avatar. So that's where my brain went as soon as it hit the credits, because I was like, well, if, if, you know, Oscar Isaac wasn't going to be playing Moon Knight anymore... Because he didn't sign any contracts, mm. it was it was just literally just for this for this, yeah. for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I my mind is, is immediately assumed that if Moon Knight the character ever came up again, it'll be a different actor. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. Well, because like I feel like I I may have mentioned it or someone mentioned it a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about how how badly Conchu wants Layla to be his avatar, mm. even though he says in this episode that's not the case. Uh, bullshit. Um, yeah, like I, my theory was okay. Layla's gonna continue on and be the new Moon Knight, and that's gonna be how Moon Knight appears down the track. And I thought that was gonna be cool and everything, but it makes so much more sense that she would reject him and then become Toarette's avatar yeah. temporarily. Temporarily, yeah. But who knows? I do like the Scarlet Scarab <laughs> yeah. going on. More of that, please. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. My original thought was just like disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a shocking way to end it. Yeah, yeah. It was just on the floor. <laughs> Back to where we started. First episode. Um, Every was it all time a dream? I wake up. <laughs> I've had that song in my head like for three hours. It's very um, popular on TikTok. How <laughs> uh, is it? Even the original um, singer actually did a little TikTok. It was like, is that me? <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Modern technology, huh? Mm. Um, Mike, so you, I remember you saying earlier on in the discussion you were very disappointed by this ending and the post credit scene was what saved it. Yeah. Tell us tell us your thoughts on on, on this ending. Um, I like the fact, uh, yeah, saying uh, releases Conchu, he does, and ret- uh, retrospectively realising is like, okay, he worded it weirdly because... Because we get to know that Conchu actually knows there is a third person, and and then yeah, 
and also and and then we go go to the asylum and it's like yeah there's a good button on that of say, saying you know what uh this is us and this is them it's a good good bow and then and then it went to the waking up and it's like oh okay and then they do the chain thing as a are they seriously going to be doing was it all a dream or was it not a dream and that sort of thing i thought oh no don't no no i'm <laughs> i would be putting this one of the bad endings <laughs> bad endings didn't like it going to destroy it when i get on the podcast it's like if you <laughs> if you like this tv show don't bother this is this is this is, this is uh, game of thrones territory <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> oh yes <laughs> And then, yeah, are we going into the post-credit scene? We can, we can. We've got one more, one more moment to talk about. Um, post-credit scene, one of the best ones. Yes. Um, so we find uh, Harrow in a mental hospital. Yeah, my around. original thought was like, wait, is this Harrow's dream now? Is this oh, yeah? his mind? Your mind went there. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then as it pro- as the scene progressed, I was like, oh no, maybe it's not. Well, because it was a bit trippy at first, because like you know, he's we we see a cup of sand, and he says sand and reaches for it, and then it's just like you know, coffee, coffee or whatever yeah. that he's just knocked over. Sand. Um, so he's in this psychiatric institution, and um, we don't know how he got there, but he got there, and then yeah, and then a mysterious man walks up, and uh, you know speaks in Spanish for some reason and that's fine mm. and then takes him out in a wheelchair and then as he's going out we see you know there's some injured folk on the ground looking a bit troubled mm. looking a bit bloody injured injured dead dead dead, dead. <laughs> some dead folk for Tawaret to possess no doubt um, there was a puddle de- of blood next to a head there was a puddle of blood there's some very dead folk going on in this in this hospital um and yeah and harry gets wheeled on out taken out the front there's this beautiful white kind of almost limousine sort of a car waiting um you know and he uh puts uh, he puts harrow in the in the back of the limo and kicks the wheelchair away which i was like oh it's a fuck that wheelchair do to you mate like, <laughs> i know <laughs> it's a bit aggressive i don't need um, it now yeah don't need <laughs> it now um, and then inside of the the limo is Conchu, human size, human size Conchu wearing the Mister Knight suit. Yeah, which I thought was was great. <laughs> um, and then we get our big reveal. <laughs> Meet Jake Lockley. Oh my oh, god! Dun dun dun! The third personality is here. And he turns around. And he's Spanish. And he's Spanish, and I'm here for it. I don't care. It's fine. (laughs) He had the look from the comics, at least, with the hat and everything. Um, Turns around, puts two into Harrow, and we drive away. End of show. Double tap. Double tap, that bitch. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was speechless. Me too. I was speechless, Actually, but I was no. like, but I think I was applauding because I was like, no, that's fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I would have loved to have seen more of Jake throughout the show because obviously we got these little hints and glimpses mm. of him. We've been talking about it for the last six weeks, but you know, so it would have been nice to see more of him 
you know, actually acknowledged properly. And I have a feeling there's a reason why they did. There this. might be a reason for that, yeah. but I feel like this post-credit scene justifies the not of doing that because it makes this scene all the more effective. I think. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the best kind of payoff that we could have gotten um, for Jake. I think they did such a good job. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah. now Harrow and Amit are dead. Harrow and Amit are dead. Done. Bye bye. Which is what Konshu wanted. Which is what Konshu wanted. Yeah, because, you know, as he said, I will release you both. Yeah. He didn't say anything about Jake. And then as soon as that uh, revealed, my brain was like, oh, wait, he's still Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> but the other two... Probably don't know. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you get it? Jake is moonlighting. <laughs> as Moon Knight. Yes. Well done. Well played, Mike. Oh, well played. I, I, yeah, it was great. I wasn't speechless. I was like, I actually was like, whoa, wait a second. Hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to end it like this? <laughs> like this? Yeah. I mean, look, in all fairness, Mark did say if you want to kill them, do it yourself to Conchu. I guess, uh, he found a way. He found a way. Life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Crazy. <sighs> Mind-blowing. Love it. Mike, your thoughts on the post credit scene and the reveal of Jake Lockley. Watch it all. Redeemed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Best Marvel TV show ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And a good open for, for season two as well. Yes, if they do decide to continue it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for but sure. But it was great as a as a single yeah fantastic as a standalone as, mm. yeah as i uh, we've we've said throughout this whole thing if it happens to just be a one and done then it's it's fucking up there mm. with the best yeah. yeah for sure yeah yeah coming yeah. back for secret wars <laughs> <sighs> i just i just need more yeah more of this yeah. like i i it's so funny because i remember being so like not sure about this show when it first started because you know they were drip feeding us it was such a mystery because it was like episode one was all from steven's perspective right and then episode two was mostly steven and we started to learn more about him but like it was yeah it was very yeah i remember being like i don't know about this like this is and then like now i'm just like yep Put it in my veins. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me now. I want more. <laughs> I want more. It's so good. Like, I feel like Moon Knight's become one of my favorite MCU characters. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. Very, very cool. I see myself rewatching this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to rewatch it soon. Even yeah. if it's not connected to anything, I would no, rewatch it anyway. It. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the beauty about it being like, you know, um, a standalone thing in this situation is because if you're introducing someone to the MCU or some, you know, you don't have to say, because a lot of people, a lot of casual fans pet peeve is like, oh, do I have to watch these five things before I sit down to watch this? With Moon Knight, you don't have to watch anything. You can just go in. Yeah. And this can, and this can be your introduction to the MCU and be like, if you like this, then maybe you'll like, you know. Other ones, yeah. Other things. Maybe you'll like Loki. Maybe you'll like Doctor Strange, you know. Thor. Mm. But you that's know, the just thing. Keep going it, out from there. It's such a standalone that it's not like any other. No, it's so 
so different compared doesn't, to anything It else. doesn't mention anything else outside of its no. own little universe that's happening. So there's no mention of any other MCU character. No. And it's it's definitely watchable without knowing any other MCU character. Yeah, and something like that would usually piss me off, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, like it's not it's, connected to the universe. It's not connected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's kind of refreshing in a way mm, mm. F- that we can just kind of enjoy it for what it is. That's why I sort of um, like it. I mean, yeah, here, like. I'm contractually obligated to watch Marvel <laughs> shit, but <laughs> if they do something so like this, that it's just standalone, standalone stuff that's not connected to anything, then go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. lap it do up. It. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like a standalone Moon Knight season two. <laughs> Please, wink, wink. Yeah, but more wink. connections to the universe because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Well, you know, Dark Suns or whatever it's called. Yeah, Midnight Sun. I want Midnight Suns. Like, if we're gonna get Midnight coming back, we I want Midnight Suns. Like, I want I want to see him. I want to see Blade. I want to see the Black Knight. I want to see Punisher, Daredevil, whoever, whoever's in this lineup. I want I want that fucking show. They're doing a. Uh, they're doing a. They're doing a werewolf thing, aren't they, for Halloween? Duh. Lone Wolf or something. Duh. I, I don't know. Um, something MCU related? Yeah. Um, Wolf by Night. Werewolf by Night? Yeah. Um, it was Google. one of the. It, it was one of the comics that you you got free when you put that um, uh, QR code. Oh yeah, yeah. It, the QR codes in the show. It was like the first um, appearance of Moonlight uh, Moon Knight in in that. I'm sorry. I never saw those. QR codes. Oh, they kind of blended into the background, but um, in episode one, there's a QR code on the wall. I think it's when Steven's talking to that young girl in the museum. It's like early on in the episode. Um, and I can't remember when where the rest of them. I think there's another one in, when he's in the museum in episode two. But I yeah. But there's these QR codes that you can with your phone, and they bring up comics. I got the wow. one. It's very cool. Yeah, I got the one in the storage facility. And that's... Oh yeah, the storage was yeah. There was a big obvious one on the storage facility door in, I, in episode. Two. I must have been so oblivious to it because I did not notice any of these QR codes. No, that's okay. Um, all right, uh, I've got an article here. Uh-huh. Marvel's Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Yeah, may have already wrapped production. This is dated only like two weeks ago, um, because apparently the tracking list for the Georgia Film and TV office, so they film in Atlanta a lot of them MCU stuff, no longer lists Buzz Cut, which is the working title apparently, in in uh, in the state. So um, the project began filming during the closing days of March, meaning the special got roughly three weeks of filming in for what's expected to be an hour-long special. Peculiar enough, the project still has to yet be officially unveiled, so this is not officially announced yet, it's just ah. talk, talks on the grapevine. Um... Previous reports, though, have pegged it as being a Halloween 2022 release. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, uh, Gail Garcia Bernal is playing Werewolf by Night, and their special is going to revolve around him. But we know really nothing else. So, so, yeah. we, so we're getting vampires, and we're also getting werewolves in the MCU. Yeah, I'm fucking here for that. Let's do it. Give me the give me the horror give me the creatures of the night. <laughs> mm. 
Give me more Moon Knight. Give me the Supernaturals. Give me the Supernaturals, please. All right, folks, anything else we want to say before we we uh, wrap up? I cannot wait to see all of the cosplay for Moon Knight oh. at the conventions. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. I know. Like, holy fuck. Yes. Uh, I want to get a Mr. Knight suit. <laughs> That'd be badass. And I'll be the Moon Knight. And you can be Moon Knight. Yeah. And, and I'll be. We'll go to Oz Comic Con. And I'm gonna be Conchu because I want. You're gonna be Conchu. <laughs> You're tall enough. <laughs> with a f- fuck off beak. <laughs> <A> beak. <laughs> yeah. Trying to lift it up and say. Like, ah. You just get just get one of those um, uh, plague masks. Yeah. Almost. It's very reminiscent of that. Paint it white. Paint it white. You could probably go on stilts, I reckon. You probably could. Yeah. Just, just to- and just. Get, get more, lots of get bandages and wrap it around. Or yourself. just be, or just be Konshu in the Mister Night suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Simplified. <laughs> I don't know. I probably want the staff as well. The staff's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. hitting people. Um, with it. They, I did have a look during the week, not to go off track too much here, but they um, have put up the pop vinyls. Yeah, I think I've seen some of those. The only thing I'm annoyed about is that there's no. Like Mark or Steven outside of the, you know, Moon Knight Moon and Mister Knight. Yeah, okay. But apart, but there's like a couple of different versions of both Moon Knight and Mister Knight, and then there's a couple of versions of Conchu, and I think, and there's a version of Layla, but not Scarlet Scarab, Layla. Dang. So, but surely they'll do that eventually. Yeah. Would the, um, probably. And then and then there's a Harrow as well, and I don't I don't I can't remember if they did Tawaret or or Almint though, but yeah. That's exciting. Would they sell a pop vinyl that's got Mark slash Stephen? <laughs> How would that work? It's the same pop vinyl. Oh, but, but yeah, they... if they just they just put out one pop vinyl and it just says Mark Spector, <laughs> Stephen Grant, like yeah, yeah. Question mark? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> Jake Lockley? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Keen to buy yeah, a three books. bundle. A three bundle, a th- yeah. A literally. three bundle of the same pop vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Funko, take my money. It's fine. I don't. <laughs> I don't need my money. It's totally fine. Speaking of Funko, I'm on their app now. Yeah, you having a look? Yeah. There's some glow in the dark ones as well. Yeah. Which are pretty cool. Mister Knight with his sticks, and Moon Knight flying. Oh, I love the one with the sticks. It's cool. Yeah, and then that's yeah. the one I'm getting. And then the well, one, and the Moon Knight, where he's sort of in the air. He's kicking. in the air, sort of kicking. Yeah, very cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Shall we wrap it up there, kids? I suppose yeah. so. Yes. Okay, because it's been nearly three hours. Epic show. <laughs> what a show. What a show. Fucking love it. Um. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's that's it for Moon Knight. Done. Another Marvel series in the can, in the bag. Um, fan fucking tastic, if I do say much. Do so we have cool. another one coming up in Ms. June? Miss Marvel Ms. begins Marvel. in June, so uh, that is a, about a month away now. All right, cool. Yeah. So we've got some padding to do. We've got some pad- well, we've got Obi Wan in a couple of weeks. But, True, but we do have we may have one or two episodes of padding. Yes, until we get to our series weekly discussions. And uh, next Obi-Wan. week is uh, the Doctor Strange. Yes, uh, dive spoiler. Old. Yes. 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 Spoiler. Spoilers. Yes. If you want to hear us talk talk spoilers, talk spoilers, talk spoilers about Doctor Strange and uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, come back here. Same 
same fat time, same fat channel. Um, <laughs> not the Smodcast. No, no. Um, and we will, yes, and we will have that for you here next week. As yes. Long, uh, along with our uh, detailed reactions to Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> yes. And that bombshell. Me watching se- sexual education. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, Mike's uh, <laughs> Mike's uh, sex education review. Um, expect that probably. Mike's sex education. <laughs> <laughs> no. With diagrams. Um, diagrams. Anyway, that's it. That's diagrams and Done. and and diaphragms. And I was going to say dia- <laughs> diagrams and diaphragms. Yeah. All right, we're done. Um, Have a banana. And that, that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Yes, it surely was. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're already here, make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Yes, please do. Hit those buttons. Or if you're on the audios, give us a rate and review on your app. That helps uh, people find us. And we would love to reach the nerds. Yes, and we will read them on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would love to read some reviews. Yeah. On the podcast, that'd be fun. <laughs> do like a mailbag sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Check <laughs> out the mailbag. Check out the mailbag. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Well, with that said, I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuya Kantarajja. And I've been a Michael Lister. And I've been a Stephen Strange. And I've been all the other characters. I've got split personality disorder. No, I don't. Don't want to make those jokes. Ah, Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you just, you just experienced experience a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Jazz hands. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the Doctor is in, and now with a new face. Mm. Until next time. And remember to eat beef Remember to eat beef See you later. Bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye now. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye now. Goodbye.